right. Welcome back to Dead Trust. This is our big 20th episode. Uh, cruising right along, having a good time. Um, you get sound. Sorry, that fucked me up. Uh, my name's Hammer, and I'm having problems. <laughs> These two guys are going to introduce themselves so you can put names to faces. I would be Gnome. I'm Dusty. And, yeah, uh, guys. It's another Tuesday and the big 20, like you hammer said. Uh, big things are coming. That. Big things are coming. We're getting the production along a little bit more. We're uh, trying to look presentable. And uh, I think pretty soon uh, we got a bunch of uh, stuff on the cloud. I'm, I'm thinking uh, Dusty and Hammer are going to start helping me expand a little bit. We're going to look towards uh, putting some stuff on BitChute. Putting yeah. some stuff on Odyssey, getting an RSS feed going, getting our names out on every podcasting platform you can think of. So prepare to be saturated. I've got a cat behaving badly. Let's just well, let's just hope <clears throat> it doesn't come uh, come to a shutdown on our end. Uh, I don't think that we've uh, said too much to piss the tech overlords off enough to where. Uh, they're going to censor us just yet, but <laughs> not yet. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. We're only 20 episodes in, so we'll see how it goes. Getting canceled for shitting on terrible journalism. Yeah. Modern day. You know, <clears throat> speaking of, um, I've mentioned, I watch a lot of the, um, like police or first amendment audit videos and they typically deal with police. Now there's other, um, government, uh, facilities, military bases, and stuff like that, that a lot of these auditors will go out. And all they're doing is um, they're just basically seeing if people's going to fuck with them or not and um, violate a constitutionally protected practice that we have. <clears throat> One of the big misconceptions that I see coming, especially with police, is them guys asking, you know, well, are you, are you press? You know, it's because they think it's freedom of the press and then they want to see credentials. Um, that is not what, uh, you know, I mean, they're fucking Fox news and CNN and all these places weren't out whenever uh, our constitution was written. And that's not what these forefathers had in mind when they were meaning freedom of the press. Um, uh, just to break it down a little bit simpler for people, take the movie National Treasure. I'm sure that a lot of people seen. And uh, there's um, the scene in there where they have to go, uh, the silence do good letters. They have to go and they send that little kid in to get <clears throat> one letter at a time or, you know, a few letters at a time to come back to break that code. And they, they explain in the movie that, you know, I think it was Ben Franklin that was writing these letters to a paper, but he was doing it under, you know, uh, a non-diplume more or less. And um, <clears throat> that's the thing with, with the freedom of the press and what was like, even back then, you know, it was being written. So people wouldn't have to go that way. Um, have to write under a non-diplume and worry about something happening to them. Um, but for some reason, these police officers and other officials think that the press means, well, you have to have a job with WBTV, which is a station in Charlotte, to be out there and show your press credentials. But the thing now is uh, 
if you look at like the ratings and the viewership of some of these mainstream media sources now, there's YouTubers. Yeah, exactly. They're going down and down and down, but there's YouTubers that push out uh, what you would call alternative media or alternative news sources that are getting 30, 40 million more views <clears throat> in, a, in a day than uh, some of these fucking actual news stations are. So that's just something that, uh, I mean, off subject a little bit, but chaps my ass that there's still that big misconception um, that, you know, you only have that freedom if you're working for a news station, which is bullshit, you know? So well, now I, I just want like, only want state funded propagandists or other yeah, yeah. journalists will be thrown under the, thrown under the bus, but God help people if we're ever mistaken for real journalists no well uh, at least carlos i i would say that we're more on the uh commentating side of things honestly i mean we we, yeah. we do throw throw articles out but they're not articles that we're we're writing we're reading the articles and shitting all over them so well hell i mean look at me that i was gonna say the look at the news man i mean uh, especially like local news and stuff like that. I mean, it, they're not doing anything any different than we're doing, though. I mean, a lot of these news places aren't even writing their own articles either. They're pulling shit from, you know, Reuters and New York Times yeah. and all this all other stuff. I mean, it, they're not doing their own shit either. And but somehow they're the, uh, you know, they're the gatekeepers of media. So I mean, exactly. Well, not just that. <clears throat> they're uh, let's take Operation uh, Mockingbird for example, yeah. where you have. Uh, like every single Fox news outlet and the host on there saying like almost verbatim word for word. And if it's not word for word, it's at least uh, catchphrases that they've thrown in there that they may ad lib just a little bit to make it their own, but it's still, you know, you'll have fucking eight out of 10 sentences that they say are, are scripted. Yeah. It's really how so. well they can read some of them flub it and add a little variety mm -hmm. with emphasis on the wrong syllable. Um, but, uh, Conan O'Brien, Conan O'Brien was doing that for a while, making the the supercuts of all the news stations saying yeah. the exact same thing. But the journalism has become so poisoned. Um, the people who are actually practice it at, at a professional level, most of them do not use it to inform people. It's all about disinforming twisting reality to fit the needs so as long as, as long as we don't do that which i have no intention of yeah i mean I, as I, you I, said earlier like we might be wrong about things but like there's we have no drive to deceive people at all no no, no. Leave it's, that to it's the people it's, getting it's, paid millions of dollars it's all reality here. Uh, we're we're gonna show yeah. you the clown world and its full rainbow of fucking colors. That's 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 uh that's that's the whole goal. So painful, kick you out of bed in the morning. Reality. Here's cab fare. <clears throat> Me and my cousin Russell saw a rainbow yesterday. Um, wasn't, rainbow wasn't raining or anything, but yeah, man, it was uh had six different colors in it. Actually, um, that's which I was wearing polarized glasses at the same time too. So I don't know how much that had to do with it, but um, that's the first time I've saw that many colors in a rainbow. That's not enough for all the genders. 
they needed. Say, maybe, <laughs> maybe the maybe the rainbows adding in the uh, the 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 trans rights colors. Yeah, did, that's possible. Did, did they succeed adding <laughs> like those two shades of brown to the bottom of the rainbow flag? No, but they they did what they did was they they got the rainbow flag across, you know, like it normally is, and then they added like triangular pieces on both sides one for the trans flag and one for the black and brown flag too so black people must just love the shit out of that the <laughs> cake <laughs> it's like muslims just like, what the fuck yeah i was at a grocery store earlier and um as i was checking out which i didn't want to pull my phone out and take a picture of it but there was a a fucking box of uh the uh tiki torches that were on sale for like 6.99 and i was like well just in time for them to take down the the fucking robert e lee and uh whichever other statue it was that they took down in uh charlottesville over the weekend um i don't know if you guys saw that or not but uh grant maybe it's ulysses s grant that was the other one but they're pretty indiscriminate with their removal of statues I feel like, I feel they don't like know who the you... people are they're going after modern celebrities that have statues like they'll tear down a statue of prince yeah or, uh, i was gonna say i feel like if you priority. uh i feel like if you buy tiki torches now you're on some sort of watch list no oh, 100 percent. that's how I, like <laughs> that's something that was it was uh such a, a non-issue fucking five years ago if i had been yeah i need to keep mosquitoes away from me i'm going to run citronella through this fucking thing here you know where i'm having a barbecue now you know i just i'm uh a part of me is going to think what the fuck is is this cashier thinking about me you know because i do shave my head and shit like that i have a hat on 95 <laughs> percent of the time when i'm out but still uh just it makes me wonder um what's going on i mean you know it's kind of like the um going to walmart or uh some other store like that and uh you know trying to buy like three to five items just to fuck with the cashier you know shovel rope duct tape something yeah. <laughs> i think they'll call the feds in here or the no, feds no. in the back room of walmart will come out and have a conversation oh god those uh bunch of fucking retired jarheads they'll they'll pummel your fucking noggin for for goddamn stealing something uh, they don't fuck to around. answer to answer Joe and Chad's question, uh, Joe from Legit Bat Podcast, that is. So, um, Joe, yeah, what's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Um, no, the the reason they're quote unquote racist is uh, that Char- the whole Charlottesville deal, where the uh, high up, <laughs> yeah, where where the uh, you know, uh, quote unquote white supremacist Nazi kids, uh, you know, they marched, they carried the tiki torch, and now it's kind of like a you know, white supremacy symbol to to the left. So they were part of the three percenters, right? Um, was that that in, instance or issue with the three no, percenters, or were they involved no, in something else? What was just proud Richard boys. Spencer? Well, is Richard Spencer's gang? Yeah, which it, he is. It, you know, he's a he's a Nat Soch guy. So Louis. Yeah. Well, I I say he's a Nat Soch. He's he's definitely like some in some sort of. Uh, FBI agency or something, because yeah, I mean, well, sources aren't based. Well, and yeah, they're a bunch of virgin fucking incels. But uh, the uh, the reason I say that though is, I mean, if you look at Richard Spencer, 
um, he just doesn't get removed from anything. Uh, he doesn't, his videos don't get taken down. He doesn't get removed from Twitter. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't suffer any of the thing that any, you know, white supremacist would, uh, would normally suffer. And, um, I, treatment. like I said, I kind of think it's, uh, it's a little suspect, a little, a little glowy. Just a little bit. Uh, How they handled that whole day was, it seems like some part of a warm up for January 6th. Cause it's still sort of the same narrative. You know, they say people were murdered. No, nobody yeah. was murdered. Like yeah, and Charlottesville, yeah. a fat chick fell over and had a heart attack. And then people died in a helicopter crash unrelated to what happened downtown. And they've added that into the numbers. Isn't it the one girl, Heather, somebody? Um, yeah. She, she may have gotten hit oil. by... Yeah, but wasn't she the one that was hit by the car, that Challenger or Charger? Yeah, yeah but she had a heart attack. Was the actual yeah. cause of death? She, oh, was fell, it? she fell over. I don't, I didn't see... I don't know if there was footage of her actually being hit or anything. But also... No, that, yeah, that's... No. No, there there definitely was footage of her getting hit. Was it? Uh, uh. Yeah, a four chan just loved that video. They played the fuck out of it for for months. I missed <laughs> that one. Yeah, well, we know that gnomes are uh, man on four chan over there. Well, I don't, I, I don't, don't be. I'm an anon man. Don't be putting my yeah. name to it. Well, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying you're Mister Seventeenth uh, Letter or anything like that. But I'm just saying you you're the one that's in the know about it. You uh, you're on the boards more than us. I dabble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're well, a I mean, connect, dude. Um, uh, yeah, you mentioned Joe. Joe is in the chat, man. Uh, I'll go ahead and give his show a shameless plug real quick. Uh, anybody oh, listening always, to go over to uh, yeah, legit, the, the Legit Bat podcast. Good friend of the show. Um, has done a ton for us uh, yeah, without asking anything in return. Uh, Joe's good people, man. I I met him a few months back and uh, been talking uh, pretty consistently um, ever since then. So I just kind of, I saw him in a discord, um, sent him a message uh, telling him that I'd listened to a show, which I can't hundred uh, percent remember how I came across the show, but um, you know, was a uh, uh, repetitive listener of his show and uh that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot different when you know somebody from a show, I guess, after, or, you know, you get a little bit personable with them, um, know some of their background, but, uh, but yeah, Joe's, Joe's just a, a really, uh, good guy. Ben and Jen too. Ben's his brother, Jen's his wife. They, uh, like I said, they've, they've been extremely helpful with, uh, plugging us. They plugged us on their last show actually, uh, in the intro to it. So, and I think he, uh, gave you a shout out known for, uh, helping him with some of the uh bit rate issues that he was having so so yeah which i was, which I was over, glad to help subscribe man. yeah go over and subscribe to the legit bat podcast they're they're uh about everywhere it's this whole little podcasting community that we've kind of wandered into is yeah. full of really great people um, oh it is this is where all the good ones are hiding away from society we're all doing podcasts yeah. now well that's you know like the only like people Joe, we can talk to are hundreds or thousands of miles away from I us <laughs> i know that's like none of us have ever met in person we uh no. we all met through a podcasting community and uh yeah. have why, our why, own don't, thing we, why don't we give them a shout out too man I, yeah you gotta love, OBDM. You gotta love good OBDM. OBDM. Yeah. our big yeah, dumb mouth podcast 
uh you can find them on on youtube as well and they got a website mm-hmm. with really really cool merch uh yeah and they're uh they're live every wednesday at 8 p.m eastern time i believe and saturday at noon eastern time you can catch them live on youtube mike has put his goddamn dues in so go follow him yeah mike I'll, i'll say that mike uh has one of the craziest uh like technical setups that you can have um he's got a fucking soundboard um jesus christ the amount of clips that he's got on that thing that he can just throw out there and he's he's one of the quickest people i've ever saw work a soundboard too it's it's fucking hilarious um but the radio well, yeah, head it, of podcasters it, it, yeah. it helps it helps that he's got a his production guy, Cretched, is uh, phenomenal too, and he's worked in in actual yeah. like AV, like high end production stuff for years. Mm-hmm. So that show is really good. And I'm glad out. to see, yeah, I'm glad to see that Joe's back on there too, um, more frequently now. He took a little hiatus there, but uh, yeah, he's uh, Joe's back <laughs> and adds a lot to the show. I keep getting comments about my shirts. Uh, yeah, Corey, I'm wearing a Melvin shirt. Melvin's is one of my favorite bands of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, a point that I did want to bring up, too, about um, these statues is the the left thinks that by that they're they're going to somehow erase history, I, which I, I still haven't figured out what, mindset or attitude they have towards this i mean they're taking down these statues they're rewriting history books guess what guys it still fucking happened you know regardless of of how much you try to sugarcoat it or or fucking dismantle it uh it still happened and even like i was talking about in the last show um that if we if we're alive 100 years from today and we were able to tell our side of the story of what we were seeing firsthand as opposed to what they're going to write in, in the history books about what was going on in 2020. Um, it's going to be two completely different fucking things. So, uh, you know, the, the, they say that the victor is always the one who's writing the history. So it makes me think, you know, what really was happening in the, uh, the mid 1800s um that we Even we have 50 no years ago yeah 50 years ago just yeah, look I at mean, the how much they've changed reality in the past few years yeah they could have been doing that all along but i mean what we're doing right now man is doing our damnedest to create a uh an, a, an accurate uh sort of retelling of history because we're sure. this is all in the digital ether now this is you know this is going to be forever yeah yeah in, in some location or another so and somebody's got to do it without malicious intent, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just want the it, truth. That's the only yeah, thing that's, that matters to yeah. me. <clears throat> exactly. Me too. And that's, you know, uh, like you were saying, we're not, we're not here to tell anybody lies or anything like that, but there's going to be times that I fuck up and I get something wrong. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm an idiot. If, like, yeah. If, I'm wrong. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if somebody calls me out on that through an email or, uh, any other, other way, you know, uh, that's fine. Call me out. Prove me wrong. Um, I'll take it. You know, it's um, like I said, it's it's the the truth is what I'm after. Um, so that's, that's kind of where mind. I stand on this. Yeah, I mean, nothing changes my mind like evidence. 
Yeah, hundred uh, percent. And I've had my point of view changed on a lot of things um, because people were able to just uh, put it out right there in front of me. And I'm like, well, fuck this makes sense. Like the flat earth debate, for example, yeah. I'm, I'm not a flat earther. I know you lean more towards that. I'm more of a simulation theorist. Um, but there's some really, really fucking, uh, yeah good stuff that that the flat earth community will fucking bring up and i'm like it's kind of hard to dispute that it is you know super so, hard to dispute a lot of it yeah i, I will say the one thing that takes me back to all that is where i was in jrotc ashbrook high school and the colonel um that i had we had a sergeant and a colonel um he's a lieutenant colonel robert ray was his name and he was a uh, former u2 pilot um, so he flew somewhere way up in the stratosphere. I remember me and a guy named Ernie, we were on a camping trip in Brown Mountain, North Carolina. And we asked Colonel Ray, you know, hey, uh, just kind of ask him about aliens. Uh, see what kind of, and this was a real, no nonsense, no bullshit, straight shooter. Um, if he told you something, it was, you know, that's the way it is. He, he wouldn't fuck with somebody. Um, he didn't come out and say, hey, I believe in extraterrestrial life or anything like that. <clears throat> but he did say, um, and at the time it was classified, and I still think it's classified at what altitude the uh, U-2 could actually fly at. But he said, you know, when you're flying in the stratosphere, he said, you can look up and you see black or you can look out to your left or your right and you can see the curvature of the earth. That's how, you know, how you're flying. He said, you know, nobody else is above you when you look up. And he says that you can see something that's making intelligent movements that you can't explain and you know that you're the highest aircraft in the sky so he left it at that you know uh, kind of use your imagination type of thing but it struck me as odd you know that this was mid to late 90s that he was telling me this you know i'm 16 17 years old and he's saying you know you're that high up you know that you could see the curvature of the earth so it's somewhere above eighty thousand feet and um i just i don't know why because the flat earth debate wasn't a big thing at the time um why he would be trying to use uh some type of like technique to throw me off about something that he possibly knows or you know i just i don't I don't know. So, but him, that's always stuck out to me, him saying the, the curvature of the earth. That's like, so he wasn't looking at the curvature of the earth though. I mean, they, they, uh, they've been put under so much heat that they've had to admit that you can't see curvature like anywhere in the atmosphere. And that, uh, it's just endless. The amount of things. Right. That, right. And the, see that that's the thing that I've not been there, you know, I've yeah. not, I've not flown it. 80 to 120,000 feet like he has. Um I don't know what he saw, but like I said, I just he's he's a uh, no nonsense, no bullshit, so I just I have to take him at his word on that. Uh, I mean, I'm not he, saying that I'd say that throws want, anything out. No, he was speaking no from his understanding. Well, I want to say no nonsense, no bullshit. I mean, but I mean, let's think about it like this. So black budget projects in general. So I want to preface first before any of this, uh, you know, I used to do MUFON investigation stuff and I had access to their full archives and, and whatnot. So, I mean, I've looked through, you know, thousands of fucking videos and quote unquote evidence and everything else. And, uh, it's writing in their feces after, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> UFO. 
after uh, after all that time and after all that access um and being a you know a huge alien and and you know kind of guy my whole life um you know it, it listen art bell all when i was a kid whatever i mean i was very into it but i'm i'm a, my my official stance right here right now aliens don't exist at least at least they don't visit us um i think it's all bullshit what i do think that's going on though is uh a two-parter i think it's a one part black budget project technology and two-part psyop and uh so but what i want to say is i mean he may be a non you know he may be a non-bullshit kind of guy and he was shooting you straight you know he wasn't he wasn't bullshit yeah i mean that's what he saw that's what he think you know he thinks but right right yeah that's but i mean you know in my opinion with black budget projects knowingly being as compartmentalized as they are and very few mm-hmm. people seeing it i think when you when when you get these videos released cuz i i mean i think there's reality like you know to the tic-tac video and stuff like that as far as like these guys aren't bullshitting they've seen it they've seen it on the their radar they've seen it and they've done all this and that i don't think they're just spinning a web of lies as far as that goes but what I think they're seeing is a highly compartmentalized black budget project that is United mm-hmm. States technology that uh, the general populace yeah. of the military and the government at large have no idea exists. And uh, and, and that that's that's honestly what I think is going on. Especially with radar. Was it the Nemesis project? You can spoof radars. Yeah, I, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. So anytime I mean, they throw I mean, it radar was on 9-11, imagery, so. yeah every time they throw out uh, radar imagery as evidence of anything it's most likely nonsense you're right but it, especially it, recently the, the overpowering pro-alien government uh narrative that's been going on should raise red flags for people i mean but if you've been paying attention they do this yeah. every few years there's like oh disclosure oh it's coming it's coming it's just a little stage magic look at the left yep. hand while the right hand's picking your pocket right i don't know how to um how to take tucker carlson honestly <laughs> you know there's there's parts of me that i'm like all right he's okay and then there's parts of me that like yeah he's got to handle it um, mainstream aj yeah yeah that's yeah um but you know he's uh talked a lot about the uh yeah he's one of the first ones that was talking about the tic tac video fucking years ago yeah um you know so uh, to, there's a part of me that believes that he wants to get to the truth um then there's a part of me that thinks well he has a handler you know somebody's yeah. fucking feeding him shit and now with like all the nsa shit that's been going on how they were looking at him because he was uh sending emails trying to uh get an interview set up with putin but who better to do an interview with Putin, in my opinion, I'd love to see Tucker Tar- Carlson do a fucking interview. He's a he's just a journalist. The fact is, yeah. you can't interview foreign leader. Blah blah blah. Well, he's not in politics. He's not like running yeah. for office, meeting with these guys before he gets elected or anything. He's a fucking talking head on television. He can interview exactly. whoever the gut fuck he wants. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, with, I, I oh, go ahead, go. It's just uh, with guys like that early on, uh, the the term that was used back in the day were steam whistles they were pressure releases mm-hmm. like they were there to do that job they were there to throw out the truth but who they are is just like tucker like when he says something that makes sense we can pick that up because uh sure 
we, we don't have this giant psychosis ruling our lives but for other people when he says something there's no way they're ever going to believe it it's it's been like completely discredited in their heads yeah because of the way they've been programmed and aj's a lot the same because he says a lot of real shit but just who he is and how he presents it tucker presents stuff well though aj is right. just a bombastic yeah he's honestly, hyperbolic <laughs> yeah yeah when it gets to the point that others start name calling, which they've recently did with Tucker, that that really raises a red flag to me. That okay, they're they fucking exhausted their resources, and now they're name calling because they have nothing else, and that he may actually be getting to some truth about something, and that's right. why they're just flat out because somebody called him a fucking uh, something about mayonnaise and Play-Doh. I don't remember what the fuck the exact term was, but it was just, you know, fucking childish name calling. Um, Anti-white so racism. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. There's, uh, I said that to kind of bring it back to Project Bluebeam, yeah. you know, where. Oh, where, yeah, yeah. I was going to, I was going to touch on that a little bit. Especially yeah, after that's, that's kind of where I wanted, wanted to go. Yeah, especially after Hammer was talking about, you know, uh, the whole psyop stuff too a, a while yeah. back i mean it's it's uh yeah blue beam yeah i think i think uh it's all blue beam man <laughs> if you want to go ahead and uh lead us down that rabbit hole for the viewers that don't know well i mean it just depends on where you want to look at it um there's god there's a thousand different directions that that blue beam could go um one of the I guess the main things that I'd say about it uh, for people that's completely new to it is um, like it's it, it goes back to Reagan um, saying that you know if we were to all have like uh, a mutual enemy everybody here on this planet you know um, that that could bring us back to uh, I don't know if it's even safe to say the uh, nwo on is it on youtube the new world I, order I, new world yeah, order they don't like, exist uh, yeah so i mean but if, if yeah if, our if intro there was used to say new world order oh no, i did yeah times. so you, you quote <laughs> yeah. george bush saying new world order right um so well reagan and bush yeah i mean there's a bunch of them have talked about new world order. i will say that kennedy even uh has sound bites of him saying new world order as well but um it, basically it goes back to that um that um kind of like how america was brought together over a lie on 9-11 the same same thing here is that uh our governments would all either combine together or the the entities to be uh, that do have control over this entire fucking thing because you know, in my opinion, there are people in the background that are pulling strings, people that have trillions of dollars, like undescribable amounts of wealth that we couldn't even fathom that are fucking calling shots. And it's not the world leaders that we think. Um, it's these other guys. Um, and that, again, goes down to, to a bunch of different rabbit holes. But uh, it, there could be a fake alien invasion or even uh, the rapture is something that... Um, Bluebeam, or people that talk about Bluebeam talk about that they could do a 
like a fake hologram of uh, Jesus coming back yeah. for the rapture. And yeah, they're going to present everybody their own Messiah. But in today's yeah. climate, would they make white people have a black Jesus? Makes you wonder. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, and, uh, well, the, all, all that boils down to just, you know, it, it's going back to globalism. I mean, if you look at like yeah. pretty much every president for like, ah, God damn, I don't even know how long now. I mean, it's 60, 50, 60 years. I mean, it's been talking about, I'd say, I'd say every, everybody passed uh, after world war one, uh, really, really got on board with the, uh, the globalist idea. Well, that, and, uh, that's what that war was about. we got passports after that. Yeah. And I mean, like, shrink. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, is like, that, yeah, I was say like, like Dusty had mentioned, um, you know, with with the uh, Reagan even talking about like a unifying, uh, you know, a, basically a uni- an enemy that unifies everybody. I mean, you know, people want to people want to point the finger um, later on because I mean, you you look at Bush and stuff um, later on talking about the new world order, uh, all this other shit. I mean, those guys. I can't believe so many conservatives regarded Reagan the you know the the Reagan Bush thing is uh, is is something real special because uh a lot of the a lot of the problems we have going on today uh one with with a lot of the radical gun laws like the uh, 86 mm-hmm. assault weapons ban and you know furthering the uh, National Firearms Act and shit like that um a lot of the globalist pop uh you know uh, globalist kind of uh uh you know policies and stuff that's been implemented, and the shit that pushes us closer to uh, you know socialized one world government type things. I mean, a lot of those were actually ushered in under the fucking Reagan administration. So I mean, it's it's like I the war it, on drugs. <laughs> yeah, the war yeah. on drugs specifically. I mean, you know, like, like you you saw generations of uh, of black men basically have their lives destroyed under that fucking administration <clears throat> too. So. Well, but there's so many different uh, things that you can associate the war on drugs with, too. Like, uh, well, the Reagan administration, um, specifically, with one wanting to uh, to break down the the black family um, because we had we got the three strikes law in that time to where, and I know I've talked about this before that you know a white Wall Street banker could get caught with fucking three ounces of blow and get probation and a fucking black guy in LA could get caught with fucking three grams of crack and get a life sentence because it was his third strike. Um, and that, that also plays a part in the for-profit prison system that we have here in the U S that I think is complete and utter fucking bullshit. Justice Um, died as soon as they could turn a profit by sending people to jail. Yeah. There is no more justice. The fight for his fires. Yeah, that's to you, I'd Kamala. Rather do that. Well, I mean, up. it's kind of like um, I believe it was the Shawshank Redemption, um, where the guy was was given um, the warden a pie. He's all like, you know, my my wife had baked this pie or whatever, and it had a ton of cash in it because he owned a company and wanted to get the contract for it. But yet they were using the prisoners to, um, you know, do super Late cheap labor. labor. Yeah, He's holding it, the local businesses hostage. Exactly, to pay him off so he didn't take the contract. And I, 
correct me if I'm wrong, but I do think that was in the Shawshank Redemption. If not, it was in one of the uh, the movies no, about prison. It. Okay, that's what he was so, going to yeah, get yeah. in trouble for at the end. Right, that's uh, what I was thinking. Shot himself. Mm -hmm. I would have turned around as soon as I hit that shit pipe. I would have just turned around and gone right back to my cell. Oh God! <laughs> nope. Yeah, <laughs> that was old Andy Dufresne. I get this thought out before I forget it again. But okay. we, you know, we were talking about the the victors writing history, but that's mm -hmm. not how it's that's not how it's been for a long time because both sides have been controlled by some power for a long oh, time. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's true. Our history is written by that power structure that resides mm -hmm. above all others, whatever we want to call the it. The Illuminati. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they're I, just a myth, right? Yeah, they're just a myth. Uh, Something there. But I mean, I mean, that's the thing about them, though, is it's like they're so hard to pinpoint because you mm -hmm. go down one rabbit hole. I mean, like I said, I you know, in the very early parts of the show before Dusty was on, I mean, I went on a into a little thing about you know the uh, Jesuit order and with the yeah. uh, you know the Catholic Church and the Vatican, and I mean. There's a lot of real, real deep Illuminati ties type shit there, um, dating all the way back. Because, I mean, there's been a lot of conspiracies about, like, the Knights Templar being the original, like, kind of sword of the Illuminati, essentially. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, it, it dates back a long time that there's been a, I guess you could say, a secret order. I mean, you want to call them Illuminati because that's all we really know. That's all we really know to call them. Um, you got to be careful with that name. You guys have you guys ever heard of the Discordian Society? Uh -uh. No, no, no. Yo, actually, I have. They're they're those guys who uh, they're what they were in like Los Angeles or something like that, and they did a bunch yeah. of like street Operation Mindfuck was a big one. Yeah, they yeah, uh, yeah. they don't have any problem with lying to people, and I, I I hate them. And when I first figured out about them, I mean. They're a big proponent behind the UFO. They're like one of their big things was writing about UFOs and writing about the Illuminati and stuff. Um, so who who are they exactly though? I mean, is it like an organization or just not? I, I don't of... know how organized it is anymore. Like I don't think you need to do anything to become a member. You just need to start mm -hmm. participating. Well, they're they're kind um, of like an anarcho group that uh that honestly just doesn't give a fuck like I, they did like all kinds of uh i, I don't want to make it sound like a fucking you know tiktok video or youtube video or something but they did they started out doing a lot of just like you know really heinous fucking street pranks type things too and just all kinds of things man they they wrote in depth about like hammer was saying illuminati type stuff um you know they wore masks they pulled pranks on people like a big part mm -hmm. of their thing was just like you know, pretty malicious pranks, actually. Like pretty, Operation pretty. Mind fuck. So, like an intellectual um, prank on everybody. That was so, probably the most malicious. Actually, actually I want to say real what? quick the one of the one of the last episodes of. Uh, I want to say, I don't. I I think it was the episode before Rogan got on um, Spotify that he had Duncan Trussell on. Not the Duncan oh, yeah, Trussell yeah. after he got on Spotify, but the one yeah. uh Duncan Trussell went in deep on uh on 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 those guys and because they got yeah. in, in involved in where like Burning Man and stuff comes from, the conception of it and stuff like that and the pagan ideas behind it and the Discord society kind of shit too. So I mean it's you know 
And that is an episode that has pretty much been scrubbed from my understanding. The last episode Rogan did before he went to Spotify. Um, I could be wrong, but I remember hearing a lot that that episode kind of got uh, squashed. Or you hear it from him. I'm not getting but, censored by Spotify. Oh, yeah, I am getting censored by Spotify. Yeah. So, so basically, they're just a, a community of people um, that are spreading a lot of disinformation. Yeah, and uh, I feel like they're just enemies of the truth, and they're therefore they're my enemies. You know, right? I, yeah, I don't appreciate their contribution to our reality. Yeah, and like I said, there's strange shit too, though, about them because not only just the disinformation part, but just uh, they they basically just I mean, it's in the name. Uh, they want to just mm-hmm. so di- they wanted to sow discord yeah. in society. I mean, anything yeah. they could do to, um, you know. You know, not that they've done this, but it's like, you know, say they went and walked into a funeral and and did a whole kind of like flash mob fucking scene of just a bunch of just ludicrous, offensive shit. Just just to do it. I mean, that that's the kind of people they were, essentially. I don't really think they exist anymore, but I think they actually uh, I've I've heard people who claim to be Discordian still. I think they're actually, you know partly weirdly involved with uh like i said burning man and stuff too so yeah the uh the the negative counterculture the uh satanic counter counterculture but i'll just read this blurb i got i brought up an article about him um so operation mindfuck was a freeform art project come prank come political protest of the 60s and 70s designed to sow the culture with paranoia like right out of the gate thanks guys yeah fear mongering assholes the key figures behind it were carrie thornley co-founder of a satiric religion called discordianism and robert anton wilson a discordian staffer at playboy through every means available wilson explained in a memo laying out the plan the mind fuckers intend intended to uh, attribute all national calamities assassinations or conspiracies to the Illuminati or other hidden hands. There you go. I got you on one attribute. You said attribute. Is it a tribute? Yeah. Ah, tribute. Ah, that's, <laughs> I told you I was, if I, if I catch one, I'm going to call it. I've been poisoned by <laughs> pen and paper role playing games. I've been poisoned oh, by my constituents. Poisoned by my constituents. But yeah, I, they like, just, so we're not, we're getting fucked by all sides. We can't even. We can't even yeah. have an honest conversation with with uh, the little people. It's, uh, no, uh, but yeah, it, it goes goes back to what you were saying earlier about this community, uh, the podcasting that we're in. Um, and Joe had even brung, brung it up. Uh, you know, we were talking about the same Rot. thing. What's that? Rot. Jesus Christ, guys, come on. <laughs> yeah. let's, not, let's not start this shit. I, uh, I'm done. I just had to get but, on that one time. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> he he basically was saying that you know we're uh, <clears throat> even though we there's there's more people that think like us than you yeah. would think you know I, I would say that well over half of the people that I come in contact with that I don't know if we get into any depth of conversation um, a lot of I, I guess you could call it more conservative values. I guess or values, uh, actual uh, values, yeah, values. <laughs> yeah, or morals, exactly. Yeah, uh, will will come out 
Um, like I was saying with that guy, Richard, that I ran into at the gun store, um, you know, it, it was just, we, we were kind of being quiet about what we were talking about. And I hate that both of us did that. And, you know, it was in hindsight that I realized that I was doing that, but I'm like, yeah, you know, it's the I, warm up. Exactly. Exactly. You know, but I think that, that also too boils down to polite society, you know, that me personally, I, I don't give a fuck if I offend you by something that I say, but there's still like, you know, you just, you handle things a certain way just to, to be polite in society, I guess. And, and that's probably why I was doing it or because I knew that people could hear us. Uh, things like that. But, I mean, we're also a targeted group of people. You can't just like throw yeah. all your cards out on the table. You got to feel right. people out. Exactly. But he's exactly. talking to, especially people online. Um, you can't know, show they, you they start with like a bright, the, yeah. a, a, a broad, broad topic and, it's like, can you believe that blah, blah, blah? Yeah. Some general question. It's like, oh, what do you think about January 6th? And I don't mm -hmm. give a shit. So I just launched it. It was like, motherfucking psyop. I stole the right. goddamn election. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. I mean, but but then if they was... react well to that, it was like, hey, I got a podcast. You should listen to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's how things uh, uh, evolved with that conversation that me and Richard were having. You know, by the way, you know, I do have a podcast that talks about uh, stuff like this. So. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like Joe had said, to me you know he was just talking about kind of the he personally thinks that the reason that everybody in this community is so uh cordial and and uh helpful and willing to stick their neck out for other people is because you know like we're that that voice that they're trying to shut down and who else do we have to rely on except for yeah. each other because so, i've not talked to one person in this community out of all the podcasters that I've spoke to um, that treats this like it's okay. You're cutting in on my income, which I'll yeah. say that we're, we're not profiting at all from this right now. I'm sure there's money on equipment and all this shit that we've got. Like we're in the hole right now to, to do this <laughs> uh, show for y'all. Yeah. So, you know, we've not, uh, and not Got even just to, on uh, the equipment side of things, like, you know, purchasing licenses for different yeah. softwares, like, you know, cloud service licenses, yep. like all kinds of shit, man. I mean, it, we're yeah, doing so, it for way less than free. <laughs> there's, yeah, no exactly. there's, there's no competition in this community because it's, I mean, the bigger that it is, the better we're all doing because that's the exactly. ultimate goal to, to have this this group of people as big as we possibly can get exactly so that yep. urge to drive people out or get one over on it like i mean i'm new to this um but that's nowhere close to how i'm ever going to operate right i think one thing that it's, helps though the world's against we, us we we all started though as uh as avid listeners to uh to mm -hmm. different podcasts we're podcast listening experts and you know, kind of, kind of ended up feeling that we could, uh, we could make a positive contribute uh, to the community contribution. You know, contribution. Yeah. yeah. God damn sure. it, motherfucker! I swear. I'm no, I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> calling you out on, on you fucking is. the I'm word calling up. Calling him out. I'm calling you out. Nope. Nope. I was. That wasn't the call out. It was just. Uh -huh. uh, I, was hel I was helping uh, you out on yeah, that one. That wasn't yeah. the asshole move. That was just the. Uh, 
I, I could see that you had a brain fart. I did. I, I did. Trying to, just trying to help. <laughs> no, but that that's, just, I mean, really, I think that was the kind of the mindset with all of us. It's like, it's, it's something we like to listen to. It's something we yeah. like to be a part of. I mean, we've all been in, you know, these different podcast communities for a long time. That's where we all mm -hmm. met. Um, yeah. But I mean, you know, it, there's nothing like it, it, doing it yourself. You know, it's like I, I grew up listening to, you know, metal and wanting to be in bands. And so I dedicated pretty much all of like, you know, late grade school and high school and after high school for quite a while, just like playing guitar, playing in bands, doing whatever, because I mean, you can and like it and enjoy and listen to stuff, but it's not as, you know, if you got a lot of passion for it, you want to do it yourself. And uh, that's, that's where I was at whenever, you know, I first brought up the whole idea of just doing this show anyways, to, especially, you know, to hammer it first, you know, it's like, why, why don't we just do a podcast, dude? Like, and then, I'll, you know, yeah. and then we started it and I, I just told hammer, I was like, you know, and Dusty's trying to do his own thing, but I mean, God, I feel like he would be awesome on the show. We got to have him on. And that's when I, I spit the, you know, uh, every invite drunk you, late night decision we've made has been fucking golden it pretty much has <laughs> uh you know a lot there's a lot of bad decisions to be made by drinking but i think podcast decisions are usually pretty good so um i mean we're just <laughs> figuring out the smoothest way to deliver our product and our product is just us talking into microphones there's right only so yeah. many ways you can <laughs> fuck that up i know i was uh my cousin she messaged me uh this morning and she was all like you know i have to work until 10 so i'm not going to be able to uh tune in or anything tonight and, but i was telling her i'm like it it still fucking blows me away that we've had people that are consistently tuning in just to hear us fucking talk like uh i don't I, I hear myself talk i get tired of myself my fucking head it just it talks to itself all day long anyway i fuck can't show a thousand up, voices but, in my head and they're all me yeah <laughs> exactly but yeah i mean it, it still blows me away and i'm i'm appreciative you know um that's you know rogan is the you would say probably the biggest podcaster on the planet um i think even if i were at a level that he was at it would still blow me away every day just having one person tune in to fucking listen to what I had to say. I don't think that that's ever going to get old. You know, it just, it, uh, it amazes me. Yeah. It, and the growth, just the, just the, the growth, audience, man. Yeah. It's growing. And just have it. I mean, the audience we have now is fucking great. Yeah. Um, just play into a room of a few dozen people. It's huge. Yeah. And it's, it's like a, it's like a nice little honeymoon stage right now. We got, we got the, uh, the cute girlfriend audience we like to talk to and it, it, it's still mm -hmm. interesting. <laughs> Start yeah. screaming and slap each other soon. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the bad. I, I always liked when I was, you know, playing music and I was in bands, you know, um, I've played some pretty massive venues before, but my favorite places to always play were just like the little tiny, hole in the wall fucking venues with like 20 people in them um you know that there's something to be said about uh you know just the the intimacy with a crowd and getting to interact and play to a small room and having people enjoy it and uh you know it it's a little overwhelming having to deal with you know hundreds to thousands of people trying to talk to you um 
But, you know, like a few people out of that room, out of that little hole in the wall, you know, you hang out, you have some beers, uh, you know, smoke a joint, do whatever, you know, and just kind of bullshit and shoot the shit. And you met, you you know, you meet a lot of good people that way. And I kind of feel like that's definitely something that's happened here. Uh, we've had cool ass mm-hmm. people tune in and it's just been like, you know, they've come to our uh, show's discord and participated in the chat and the community and uh you know gave cool memes and just talked to everybody and it's been fun man I'm... the communities that form around podcasts podcasts is one of the most amazing things about this new uh genre of entertainment i guess or this new era of entertainment because it's this whole communal um aspect you know, back in the day people just got gather around the radio to listen to their show but now they can listen to the show and participate in it and hook up with people and uh not feel so fucking alone because god you might be thinking a certain way but then you look around and no one else around you is thinking that way and it uh, starts to feel kind of like you're isolated oh the, yeah to be t- tied into a group of people who are talking about the same shit you're thinking about well, it's kind of like you know uh being uh in your adolescence and um being afraid to stick your neck out like say for example you like a girl you know and um you're fucking terrified of rejection or whatever it is that you're you're afraid of but you never speak up and say anything and um you know 15 years later after they're fucking married and and have kids and an established life and shit you you know you both kind of talk it over and been like yeah you know if either one of us would have said something fucking life might be different now you know shit like that i know happens a lot and just because people people in their own had that exact i've had that exact conversation before so yeah that's why i kind of brung uh that that up you know on it but uh you never know when somebody's thinking the same way that you are um i've kind of in my life uh, later in my life over the last few years i've tried um if if i think something needs to be said i'll go ahead and say it i mean what's it going to hurt the the worst you're going to get is either rejected or made fun of but that's not going to fucking kill you you know <laughs> or a so, sexual I mean, harassment lawsuit now exactly yeah. to a crazy gulag. ass women jesus christ yeah i do that's i want to i want to just say right now I don't think ever in history, even fucking nerds, even even the nerdiest nerds of shows you've seen, like uh, that depicted like, you know, sixties fucking high school with like pimple mm-hmm. face, piece of face fucking nerds, even they could spit some game at another nerd girl and not have a fucking problem. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like never in my life have I seen so many fucking just, you know, and they're not even bad looking dudes. They're not. There's nothing really wrong with them, and. But never in my life have I seen so many just fucking guys who are, you know, completely cut off from the dating scene, um, completely scared out of it. I mean, it's like, I myself even, uh, yeah. you know, it's like, I, I'm so afraid to fucking, you know, approach any chick at some, you know, uh, you're hanging out at a bar or you're doing something. It's like, oh, you go to approach him. What are they going to do? Fucking, oh, he's, har- he's sexually harassing me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like these these women are just gotten on a, a crazy fucking trip. I, I don't know what the hell is going on, man. I think this, this recent wave of, you know, everything sexual harassment, there's a layer of it. it. Ugly women were sick and tired of not getting hit on. 
and they the wanted dust. to level the playing field, so they just made everything sexual harassment. Because I mean, the rule was good-looking people could hit on whoever the fuck they wanted. Yeah. Um, hey, Manny and Chad. Ugly, ugly, fat cat ladies had a problem with it. Yeah. So those those women are the duffs. <laughs> the duffs. The designated Buds. ugly fat friends. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, have you ever heard of the yeah. other acronym, the the SIF? No, the, uh. the secret internet fatty, the ones that take ah. fucking anger angles. The, the, the angles, yep. Uh-huh. That's a, that's oh, a SIF. Yeah. That's a SIF. That's uh, if you know, like I've <laughs> talked about it before. I have uh, spent my time on the um, uh, the fucking plenty of fish and and you know fucking match dot com or whatever. Uh, it's it's a lot easier, you know. Uh, you can. Fucking get shot down over the internet. It don't don't fucking hurt your feelings nowhere near as bad. But I do think that that has fucked up just the uh, from what we had to do in the the nineties, even early two thousands on on working up the nerve to go and actually ask somebody for their number so you could start communicating with them. Look, you know, I'll tell you, you right communication now, communication right off. I'll tell you right now, I would much rather even in today's day and age. I've tried the fucking dating app stuff. I'm telling you right now, man, especially. You know, I, I'm a bigger guy. I'm a little out of shape, um, but I got a good personality. And I know that if uh, it, at first glance on a picture on a on a, you know, mm-hmm. just bullshit dating app, you know, I'm going to get the swipe. But it's like I know for a fact that if I go and spit some game and show the funny side and, the you know, just show some charisma. I mean, that's that's a lot easier. And I, I think a lot of guys nowadays mm-hmm. don't really understand that aspect of it that it's like right you know the dating apps are advantageous to women they're not advantageous to men unless you are literally mm. 10 out of 10 you know six pack fucking chad okay like that that's all there is to it and this is not Hair some fucking it's not some incel rant but it, it just you know it is the facts and yeah. if you were to just man up go out to a fucking bar I go out to someplace wholesome at the fucking bookstore, something. Go to and, church. You know, church, yeah. You don't you don't get pushy, you don't approach, you know, scary. Like, you know, you mm-hmm. you you come up with some charisma, you're light, you're laid back, you fucking spit some jokes at them, you have a good time, like that is way more advantageous than you than ever trying to get on one of them fucking dating apps and do anything of, of uh-huh. any kind of substance on it. I mean, it's just... well, it don't even have to to be like that, honestly. Like I, I know um, back in the days when I would go to the bar, like if I was there with a group of people that I knew, they would try to hit on women, you know, fucking cheesy little pickup lines or or and that's just um, cringy. Yeah, yeah, or project themselves uh, in a way that. It wasn't them, you know, and I could sit around and, you know, have a conversation with a girl for fucking two or three hours. And, you know, at the end of the night, they're like, how in the fuck do you do that? And I'm like, you just talk, dude. You just be yourself. Don't try to fucking uh, over-exaggerate anything. They pick up on that shit. They know what you want. You know, if you just, I'm not saying act like you don't give a fuck uh, about sleeping with them, but kind of in a way, yeah, it's. I'm not here for, you know, just to try to get you in bed and shit tonight. If you're fucking actually having a conversation, that's what women appreciate. If they're uh, willing to spend that much time listening to you, that option's on the table. Oh, yeah, 100%. But women are pretty I, I quick agree. to pull that off. Yeah, and, I, you know, I think I'm, that men and women are the same, and 
I know within 45 seconds of talking with somebody if the option of sleeping with them is on the table or not. Not not saying from them, if I personally <laughs> yeah, right. would sleep with them, you know, <laughs> um, within 45 seconds, it's a, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, uh, I wouldn't kick her out of the bed type situation, you know. I mean, I could say that in, in my own mind, but uh, I would say no, that. No, no, say probably... it out loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've seen direct I like approaches. like a gut feeling when I know. Maybe it's I've seen direct mind. approaches yeah. work, like, dude. I've seen direct approaches work. I mean, I've literally had friends who just, you want to fuck? You know what I mean? Like, just that <laughs> fucking direct. <laughs> oh. Some of them Good. fucking Eye crazy. Eye contact bit, that got some the message them across. Yeah. Some of them crazy bitches, man. I mean, I, that, being that direct. I, yeah, oh, we're <laughs> fucking now. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, it, it just it just depends. Well, I just noticed uh, my coworker actually just joined in the chat uh, in my live studio Stuck, there. Co-worker. Shout out, was, shout out to kinda... uh, Mr. John. <laughs> How old is he? Uh, is he he's uh, in his 50s. He's an old man. trying to get. He's a trying boomer. to see what our uh, demographic is here. That we've he's got, a boomer. So. I mean, I drink at a dive bar and I just end up talking with all the old guys that are still kicking yeah. around town. I get along with them really well. I feel like I saw the guy making fun of this Democrat for an hour and a half <laughs> at the bar earlier. <laughs> I feel like our demographic right now is uh, probably in the 30 to 40 range mainly, it seems like. Yeah. I'm at. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. where all, all of us are around there. So it's it's yeah. I, I, I some, really I know some twenty somethings that listen, but um, yeah, I I re- I really don't want fucking. I really don't care about having teenagers and shit as a <laughs> as a. Another generation is useless. They are. You know, you They're were talking about uh, the the chads uh, on the uh, dating websites and stuff and. What about the, the the trend where the women were going for the dad bods? I never understood that. Um, I feel like that was I feel like that was copium. Um, yeah, it was just virtue signaling. Yeah, we're not feel, shallow. I, yeah, yeah. I feel like that. That's just you know people call them out for only wanting to go for Chad. So they're just like, no, no, we like the dad bond. How many of them? How many of them are you seeing? Fucking you know, swipe yes to on, on the fucking dating app that's got a fucking dad bot. I, I mean, yeah. let's be honest. He's got a job and she's got kids, maybe. I, <laughs> I, I'll I, be honest with you, though. When I was on dating apps, if, if I saw fucking kids and single mom, that was a instant no. Um, yeah. I, I'm just not going to put up with that. Uh, nothing against single moms. Uh, a little. But... <laughs> But uh, well, I mean, I'd say you know, there's there's situations, there's times where some women have had a bad rap, or you know, just had a bad fucking way, um, you know, ended up getting with somebody who they thought was different, treated them like shit, beat them up, yeah. did something really heinous, you know, and and that's not really their fault, um, uh, you know, I mean, men are terrible too. Let's not yeah, men don't are get terrible me wrong. too. Everybody's fucking awful. But uh. <laughs> You know, a lot of them, though, it's just like they're the ones that we've talked about in the previous shows where it's like, uh, not on this app. Don't message me if you want to just yeah, right. a one night stand. It's like uh, we know you're full of shit. You know, it's like mm-hmm. we all know you're full of shit. And it's like this is why you're 
you know, a single mom because you're out here fucking whoring around on a goddamn dating app when you got fucking kids to take care of and everything else. And it's like, you're, nobody's going to want to put a ring on somebody that has that kind of fucking, you know, respect is lack of respect for themselves. I, that's just right. my opinion. So. Yeah, I dated, I've dated a few girls with kids and, um, there was one that I, uh, in North Carolina that I got really close to and, um, I was close to her kids. Um, I'd started dating her. She had two boys. Um, they were, uh, two and four, I think when we started dating and then they were four and six or four and seven, maybe whenever we, uh, we broke up, but man, <clears throat> fucking, uh, that shit hit me hard. Um, the relationship was, was over with all three of us, you know? So kind of since then, um, I've, I've tried to stay away from women that had younger kids because I personally didn't want to get attached to their kids. Like I was, you know, her two boys, that dad Jones yeah. is real. We all, yeah, man, we all want to be dads. Well, well, just like I, I, just like a lot of women want to be fucking moms, dude. Like they're yeah, it's, it's, it's in it, fucking it's code. innate. I mean, it's you know, it's something that just yeah, like you said, it's built in, dude. Like it's uh, yeah, it's why I think it's so ridiculous when people try to take the uh, you know motherhood and all this shit out of women. It's like you know, it's not it's not chauvinist to say that women's place truly is being a mother and raising kids. They're great at it. You know, I mean, that's what they were built to do. And a lot of women have that late in life. Like, well, I just wasted my life on a career when I could have had a fucking kid, you know? And like, that's, that's, that's a pretty consistent thing. You know I mean? It's, there's a lot of women who end up that way and they end up regretting that they never did have fucking kids. And, uh, that's a sad deal. And like I said, I'm not saying that women's place is just to do nothing but have kids and, you know, cook and clean and whatever. I'm not one of them type of guys, honestly. But I do think, uh, you know, I do think it needs to be examined. Uh, it needs to be something that isn't put down, you know what I mean? Because it's like society nowadays have made it to where it's unempowering. Uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's keeping women down to be a mother and raise a kid and keep a house and and really it's uh it's not. I mean, I think it's a powerful thing because uh it's more powerful than, you know, a guy all we can do, man, is we can go we can we can go to the job, we can provide, we can protect. That's that's what we got. Um, you know, we can't have kids and do all this shit like women can. That's pretty you know, it's a pretty incredible thing, and I think uh, they should use that fucking ability and st- and and celebrate it instead of think it's uh some oppressive patriarchy fucking nonsense. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's a special. They feel thing. like they're lesser for raising children. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the most important thing any of us can do. Continue gone, the species. Gone are the days of you know, the, the man being able to be the breadwinner and support a family. And I mean, buy a house, have a vehicle, everything else. And, and uh, honestly, I mean, I, just what popped in my mind when we were saying what you said was um, how we've talked about uh, the elitist or whoever it is wanting to destroy the nuclear family. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it's practically fucking, I mean, and, and, unless somebody is bringing home, you know, 250 K a year or more, um, how in the fuck 
can you afford to have kids in a, in a home and then your wife not work, you know? Um, it's just, you know, I mean, that goes into how we've talked about uh, uh, the amount of college tuition and then the teachers to where they're pushing education. Oh, you have to do this and you have to go to college and you have to fucking do it this way and shit. But like, look at the cost of daycare, for example. God, I'm mighty damn. I do not, unless you're getting like vouchers and shit, for for daycare i don't understand how in the fuck people are able to pay for daycare but when they are paying for daycare it's almost like they're working just to pay for the daycare when they they have a job that offers it yeah so i mean yeah and i really i mean that's just the way that the structure of our society is now that they i think it all boils down to them wanting to break up and destroy the nuclear family look at welfare uh, is done definitely 100 percent. yeah it mandates that you can't have a father in the house a lot of time yeah that section eight deal with uh-huh. section three does the same thing but you can have a father in the house it's right an intentional attack against the nuclear family i exactly. mean, and originally i believe an intentional attack against the uh black community in america so uh, well, they've been uh, they've been hit the worst by it. i mean yeah. the heaviest they've yeah they've suffered the most damage from these policies for sure they're I was uh, a health and human services major in college. Um, and I remember I was in a health and human services one or two class. And that's when shit hit me. There, there was a girl that was in there and <clears throat> I was going to central Piedmont community college in Charlotte at the time. And she was talking about a clock basically that she had to wear. She was getting her Pell Grant or this, you know, the free tuition <clears throat> and uh, she was getting free childcare as well. And it was about to run out and she was considering having another kid just so she would be able to keep getting money to go to school and to have childcare. And uh, dude, it hit me like a fucking ton of bricks sitting there in that classroom when she was explaining this to our teacher. And I, I you know, there's a big part of me just wanted to say, you're the fucking problem, you know, but at the same time, I, I, I'd held myself back and I was like, you know, it's uh, it's what she was taught growing up because I guarantee that her mom had went through a lot of the same shit that she was going through on having to rely on the system. And I won't call it working the system in this particular woman's case. I think that she was a product of the system and thought that she had to rely on the system because she knew nothing else. Um and, you know, the fucking, the Democrats are the ones that, that have started all these welfare programs. And welfare programs are, are uh, great to an extent, uh, just in my, <clears throat> my opinion. But it's, <clears throat> you know, when, when it does have people relying on them like that, they think yeah. that that's the only way that they're going to generationally to succeed. Yeah, generationally, you know, that's, that's where the problem comes in. Um, we do what our welfare, dads do. <clears throat> You know, huh. dad works hard we do what our dads do you right know, if your dad worked hard you're probably going to work hard too but if your dad's on welfare you're probably yeah. going to get on welfare as well yeah i mean a welfare program to help somebody out um that's in need like i said great you know it's it's a it's a great thing to have to fall back on if needed but not yeah, I mean, to think about well think about choose your direction have- in life Think about people who have disabilities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they, they may be, uh, don't have use to their legs. You know, jobs are limited because of it, you know, so they're on disability. They're on fucking, you know, food stamps, stuff like that. I mean, 
they're not exactly bad fucking people, you know. They've been dealt a bad hand. Maybe they got in a car wreck. Maybe they were born with some yeah. sort of issue, you know. And a in a program like that, you know, is is good for those situations where, you know, a single mom uh, or a single father even you see that nowadays too, um, trying to struggling to try to raise kids and uh, you know having a little extra assistance here and there uh, definitely helps out. But then there becomes that catch twenty two situation where it's like, um, are they, you know, are did they choose to to not be married and be a single parent because they get more assistance, or you know, or or you know, it it it's just, it's a hard thing to to deal with because I mean the humanitarian side of of a lot of people say, uh, yeah, we need to help people, but then there's like a practical side, you know, where it's like, um, you know, a pragmatic side that's that says. Uh, these programs are destructive. They leech society, and uh, they cause a lot of fucking problems, and a lot of bad behaviors, and learnt bad behaviors over over generations too. Yeah. So it, it's it, it, it's it's a hard area. It it creates its own environment that supports that lifestyle. So say people are in trouble and they need money, but I mean a lot of these social safety nets just create the endless cycle of people always being able to be at that line of needing help and receiving help and never like graduating past it or doing more with their life. Mm -hmm. um, and it just grows and we're seeing jet decades and decades of this stuff. And I mean, the, the damage is right in front of our eyes. That's what I don't get right. about a lot of liberals. Like all they don't see the damage that their policies cause they don't see that the worst areas in this country have been run by democrats for decades and decades it's just the every problem they, yeah. no it's it's the the citizens that don't see it is that yeah what you're saying yeah, yeah the yeah. citizens don't see it at all politicians and it's a, i'm pretty sure they know exactly what the fuck they're doing oh yeah well and it's a we go back to the elitist and uh the wealthy um especially with generational wealth this a lot of the things that let's say rockefellers or, or you know any other big name that you want to pull out from back in the uh, 1800s um some of the plans that they've made are long-term plans that oh, yeah. would not benefit them but would benefit generations from now um you know uh basically setting a stone that their family is going to have power I know somewhere recently I'd heard um, they were talking about um, drug cartels and how these drug cartels, um, like the, the people who run them, um, they would come to America and have kids that or have kids born here. Um, that way they can have dual citizenship <clears throat> and run these fucking drug empires later down the the road so they're thinking in the long term of things here and i think that a lot of the um the people that that put these welfare systems in place they they were thinking about shit that's happening today you know 80 years yeah. ago uh whenever they they had started with this but yeah it 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 all boils down to this is a uh, long-term game that they're playing and <clears throat> like for example these uh uh relief bills that we had yeah. recently you know the amount of damage that they're going to fucking do 50 years from now if this country's even still around 
you know, it's just, we, <clears throat> we don't see the here and the now, uh, the people now don't realize that decisions that were made 50 years ago are impacting their lives today. Just like, <clears throat> you know, the, the people 50 years from now are not going to realize, well, this stupid shit that they did in 2020 is what's fucking us over today. Yeah. You know? So it's, um, there's blinders on everywhere. I feel like they've completely eliminated in our culture the ability to plan for the future. I mean, a lot of people think they're making plans, but like you're saying, generationally, they're not thinking about yeah. their grandkids' kids, let alone their own children for most of the time. But it's, uh, we have such a small concept of like our existence that it will continue on after us and the, the impact we make will, you know, send ripples or whatever into the future. Um, people don't after think you, about that. Yeah. After but, you brung up the future, I honestly, after 2020, I don't think about the future the same way that I would have thought about the future five years ago. No. Um, <clears throat> I worry now, okay. If I do make an investment in something, uh, what type of potential it actually has because <clears throat> i'm so worried and concerned with the stability of this country right now that yeah I, really. in five years you know i mean i said in 50 years oh well you know we may not be a country who knows i mean the way that they're trying to fucking destroy things in five years i honestly don't know if we'll have a country or what type of country it will be or states going to succeed uh, what's going to happen i don't know the stability is not there anymore and it's definitely not there like if i was you know i'm 38 now if i was 38 in 1985 uh, i wouldn't foresee any kind of shit like this happening and i would have planned for my future in a completely different way you know so i just i the the future scares the fuck out of me is what yeah. i'm trying to say i don't yeah. know how to plan for any of it right now i feel like right now we're just waiting for the next big heavy to drop it's gonna change I am, everything i feel like I am they've too. gone through all the trial phases and we're dealing yeah. with the the real show right now yeah i don't Boys, know how gonna, it's gonna fucking play out i'm gonna go take a piss real quick <laughs> all right, man. So you said you had some uh, Biden. Uh, oh yeah, but I I can't play me. sound. I need no here oh, to play the clip. Yeah. But there he uh, goes off into the. Um, well, I mean, have you had anybody show up at your door yet? For no, um, not yet. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna bother around here. This place <clears throat> is so blue. Really, I know that they had started it in some places. Um, I was it's at my South cousin's Carolina. yesterday. Yeah, and he was playing a video. And uh, basically, it was headlined that, you know, there's a few states that have started the uh, the door-to-door -door thing. And we were just kind of talking and wondering about what we're going to do when that time comes. Um, and I know in listening to that little uh, soundbite that he was playing, they were talking about uh, solicitation and yeah. how that these people that are going door-to-door um, are going to be trained, um, you know, basically to say, well, we're not trying to sell you anything. But if you look at the actual definition of what solicitation actually yeah. is, it's to where, you know, you're encouraging and the word encourage may not have been, but, you know, trying to encourage and manipulate somebody to do something. Um, selling salvation. Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> um, you know, we're, West Virginia is a, uh, uh, primarily 
I don't know. It's a weird state here, man. It's um, it's run by Democrats. Um, there's tons of conservatives here. They're, you know, almost everybody's pro Second Amendment. Um, but they keep voting Democrats, even the conservatives or people that are registered as Republicans keep voting the Democrats in, like Joe Manchin. Um, and our governor right now, Jim Justice, he's, um, boy, he's a big old fat job of the hut looking fucker. He and, said some um, dumb shit. Oh, oh, so oh yeah. And that's another thing. I I just I see it all the time because you know he's our governor. I forget about him being doing stupid shit that that gets out uh to to like your neck of the woods or mom's yeah. neck down there. I'm sure that he hears sound bites him saying stupid Don't shit. He's get got the that shot dog. Me, get it from my dog. Yeah, get it for baby dog. He's a fucking moron. Uh yeah, he did something uh, the other day. Uh, goddamn, I can't remember how fucking or what it was, but it it was just you know, I just kind of shrugged my shoulders and I'm like, "Yep, uh, there you go." I'm fucking, I'm not surprised. Oh, uh, you're by not getting the vaccine, you're entering the the death lottery or something. That's what it was. Yep, yeah. the death lottery. Yep, yep, hundred percent. So yeah, it's dude. He's he is fucking out there. You know, he was a Democrat, registered Democrat, and uh, run uh, with a D beside of his name. And then when he won the governorship, uh, I think in 2016, he immediately switched over to the Republican Party. Uh, and then he was real good buddies with Trump, too, there. So I don't know uh, why that was, um, what kind of backdoor deal <clears throat> that they had or, or whatever. But yeah, him and Trump both. Now, Justice owns coal mines here in this area mm -hmm. and out in Kentucky and some other places. And what he does, everybody's always bitching about his tax situation. He, uh, he won't pay the property taxes on, on his properties and the equipment and things that, that he owns, um, which is kind of genius what he's doing. And I don't blame him. But he, um, he'll, he'll let it go to court and yeah. then he'll dispute, like, let's say he has a million dollar piece of mining equipment, right? He'll dispute what it's actually valued at. And then the courts will lower the taxes by millions of dollars and he'll end off paying, them, you know, but yeah. he gets it for fucking pennies on the dollar. Um, <clears throat> he's doing what a lot of rich people do. And that's, working the system in a way that benefits them there's nothing right. illegal about what he's doing it's just that he's got the money to hire the attorneys to fucking fight it um he's also yeah. in a position to fuck with people's taxes mm -hmm. um, one thing he did do here recently though uh july the first um weapons and ammo so guns and ammo are uh, tax-free now here in west virginia so that's one thing i can say that I've benefited from um, a little bit, so yeah, kind of, yeah, it is. So I'm, you know, I'm happy about that. But other than that, yeah, he's he's just a oh, he's a slob, man, just a fucking slob. We got Gnome back. Yay! Hey, so our, uh, you know, ex vice president Potato, as painful as he is, I sent you a a little clip that maybe you could play. All right, all and right. you took your glasses off. Uh oh, oh no. where did they go? I don't know the fuck they went. 
once it goes, once it starts playing, I'm gonna go for a little leg stretch. I gotta hit the piano, blow my nose. I can't believe I'd do such a thing. <laughs> oh, I've soiled our just... good. In, I've soiled our good image. <laughs> uh, did you send it in Zoom or? Yeah, no, Discord. I sent it to you over to on Discord. With the embarrassment that this country has become just in the past few years or just year i don't know no oh god for six <laughs> five months yeah five months it's only been 120 days give me a break all right what was it he said when he snapped uh on that one report meeting with um yeah, with, right uh, the uh Oh, Biden, Obama, Democrat. Javier Bacaria. Javier, <laughs> Mr. Secretary. All right, Chuck. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, it's Chris, I'm but Chris. anyway. I just did Chris. <laughs> I want to thank the, the uh, former general. I keep calling him general. But my, my, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Uh, I want to make sure we thank the secretary. Jill and I have always enjoyed seeing Pete and Kristen. Which I have done personally with with uh, with uh, the president of China. It was President, my boss, Senator Shelley Caputo. Uh, you may remember, I got in trouble when we were running against the senator who was a Mormon, the governor. Okay. <laughs> the Instagram question answer with one of the leading soccer players in the world. Uh, the latest episode of Here's the Deal podcast with Andrew Young brought in a guy from Illinois who ended up being a great Secretary of Transportation. I mean, Secretary of... Every day, I between an hour, an hour and a half a brief with um, uh, a former head of... Uh, our former Surgeon General. Anyway. They're holding up uh, um, the nomination of the President put forward to the Supreme Court. I want to be clear. I'm not going nuts. <laughs> that fucking guy. I want. I want to be clear. I'm not going nuts. Uh, <laughs> got news for you, bud. A solid meeting. More nuts. Oh man, that's too good. <clears throat> I mean, it's funny, but it's it's just really fucking sad at the same time. You know. It really is. You know. <clears throat> uh, I had to deal with my grandpa um for the last few years with him having dementia and uh man i saw just the fucking horrors of uh you know what that disease can do and uh it it really pisses me off that the handlers that he has or the people that are around him have propped him up and have him doing this shit you know i i, I couldn't in a million years think about uh, i'll just call it abuse abusing my grandpa in that way by putting him or pushing him to do something that he has no fucking clue what's going on you know it, it just it fucking sickens me but another thing that i thought was interesting about that video was uh it shows his uh fuck-ups but it also showed the uh many different faces of Biden. um it goes some with the ears and he's, he's he's got yeah. doubles some with yeah, the ears you. connected, uh, some with them not. Yeah, just, uh, yeah. I mean, it ain't the same person, say, dude. 
No, no, it's not. I'm, I'm not going to say, I don't want to get too down the rabbit hole with the whole cloning thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I feel, I think, I think the cloning shit's real, but, uh, yeah, the, it, the very plastic surgery at yeah. the very least yeah I, he's got he's got doubles there's people who's filling in for him at times because like you said you, you look at some of the facial structure the the teeth you know the the biggest tail like you just said there's pictures of him and videos of him who where he's got attached earlobes and then earlobes that mm-hmm. aren't attached i mean and those are it, I mean, it's just insane. Like, it, it's yeah. not the same guy all the time. Like, there, there's definitely doubles there. I mean, Saddam Hussein had countless body doubles. And if somebody like him in a country that small could have fucking 10 body doubles, how many could, could ours have? You know? Yeah, that's pe- just and people question. like Saddam, I, the fuck, there was that wild-ass story. Um, so, uh, uh, Count Dankula. Um, I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever heard of that YouTube. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, anybody who hasn't heard of Count Dankula, uh, check him out, man. His content's fucking awesome. Uh, he does really good series like Mad Lads where he talks about historical, like, crazy figures and shit. But uh, one of them was, uh, you know, him talking about, um, you know, Saddam's sons. Uh, and it was specifically, like, Kusei and Uday. But, like... Uh, Kusei was like a real, real fucking complete psychopath. And he had a bunch of body doubles too because people tried to kill him. And it was just like the craziest fucking stories, man. Like they had the, they, they basically like kidnapped somebody and made him get all kinds of plastic surgery and made him, uh, you know, walk and talk and use the same mannerisms and do the same things. And if he didn't do it exactly right, they'd just beat him until he got it right. And I mean, just all kinds of crazy shit. The devil's double. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Oh, really? Really? Well, I have to look for that. But I mean, I, that's that's what I said. I, I really don't think it's too far out. I mean, I've there's been nah. plenty of people who sat there and told me I was a schizo. But it's like you can look. I mean, you can look at tons of videos and pictures. It's not the same guy. Like the teeth structure isn't the same. And I mean, maybe you could account that uh, he has different pairs of dentures or something. Um, but you, you know, can't. We know Hillary had a double. We've seen Hillary's yeah. doubles. But you can't account for the uh, the the attached and detached earlobes and stuff. I mean, it's just not. You know, mm-hmm. it's obvious the guy's got a double, and I think some of it too is just you know, you can tell like there's points in times where it feels like uh, Biden is more collected. He's uh, a little bit more sharp than usual, and I honestly think that that's a double. Um, some of those videos I swear are deep fakes yeah that um, too that too talked about somebody in, intentionally typing fuck ups into the speech because <laughs> um, I mean like the the weird ones with the mic positions on that one video that, yeah. that came out you know we're, uh-huh. we're, we're you know we, we play with green screens here on the show obviously and uh, there's certain tricks and certain weirdness that you can get out of green screens and you know putting different um objects uh with different green green you know hues and stuff and doing different things um you know you can talk in front of a green screen and create a background like we got here yeah believe and, it or not me me and gnome aren't sitting beside each other right now yeah yeah it's incredible <laughs> um but 
I really think like some of that shit, you know, is it's just it's it's people talking or it's it's you know with a green screen or it's deep fakes. It's all kinds of shit. But I mean, there's a lot of the times where that guy isn't who he is. You know, I mean, it's just it's yeah. obvious. Yeah, especially the the ones I think that are CGI because he's he makes it through the entire speech and doesn't just want like wander off mentally. I'm like, oh well, whatever. Either that or Where it's am I? Bo- like I said, it's a bo- or it's his body devil that's just yeah. better at doing speeches. Yeah. Some dude that made it look like an ancient. You chose poorly, or he chose poorly. Slow motion getting murdered by the wrong holy grail. So uh, I kind of wanted to touch a little bit on uh, some articles tonight, and uh, yeah, I, I want to hear what you what you brought <clears> to the table. One of the articles that I had, uh, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, man, this is some dystopian level shit. Um, it's, it's pretty scary. I mean, you know, everybody knows, at least everybody who's not completely fucking clueless knows that, uh, pretty much everything you do is monitored. I mean, you know, um, Assange and Snowden both have talked about, you know, the levels that the NSA and people like that has gone to, to spy on American people, but um, this is just taking shit to a whole nother level. And, uh, mm-hmm. so here I've got a Democrat group plans to fact check, uh, private text messages. Okay. A group oh, allied shit. with Biden. Yeah. A, a group's allied with the Biden administration are planning on working directly with cell phone network providers to fact check private SMS messages. If they contain misinformation about vaccines, the revelation is made by Politico article, which explains how the White House is preparing to characterize conservative opponents of the co- of its COVID-19 vaccine campaign as dangerous and extreme. The decision to ramp up the information war against the vaccine skeptics was made after conservatives showed resistance to the Biden administration's plans to go door-to-door to increase vaccination rates. So uh I mean this this is this is fucking huge guys. Like this yes, is uh it is. I mean not only is this an attack on privacy and your rights but uh you know once again it's 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 a clear attack on uh you know the conservative populace and people who's put mm-hmm. their foot down on being forced into, you know, doing all kinds of crazy shit because I mean you look at the left for the longest time especially when it comes to like uh abortion topics okay what what's one of the biggest things that they always say it's always it's my body it's my choice but when it comes to stuff like uh you know being forced to take a vaccination that you don't want or you don't think you need and this isn't even talking about like say aside that you know you don't that you don't think that there's anything wrong with the fact that this vaccination was pushed out in a very short amount of time and it's being shielded so hard and even given incentives for people to take it, which is just crazy in my book anyways. But um, even if it was a tested vaccine that people knew was safe, um, I, I still think you should have the right to say, no, 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 I don't, I don't really want that. I don't need it. Um, I'm a healthy person. Um, you know, if vaccines work as good as you say they do, uh, then the person who's vaccinated shouldn't have to worry about this person who's unvaccinated. Um, but I mean, this is just, this is fucking crazy. Um, you know, anybody who's opposed to this shit, uh, you know, now, now they're going to try to 
<laughs> spy on you essentially and see what you're saying about it. Uh, you know, it's it's all about the wrong think. It's all about the, you know, you're a crazy anti-vaxxer conservative. You're this or that. And uh, man, I just I just can't fucking believe that uh, there's people who are actually entertaining this and thinking that it's okay. Um, this isn't to me. This particularly right here shouldn't even be a, a partisan issue at this point. Um, that, you know, this is something that, that, you know, has the potential to affect everybody. Uh, even, even on the left, you know, if it's, it's like, say, uh, you know, there's something that the leftists don't agree with and they decide to implement the same kind of thing about that. Um, you know, are, are they going to fucking stand up then and, and, and be mad about it? Um, that's, I don't know, man. I don't know. What's, what's your guys' fucking, feels on this well if this goes as far south as i think it could possibly these assholes are they're gonna ride this till the wheels fall off i don't think they're ever gonna change their mind they're gonna i don't know they're gonna rationalize everything um up into the point that they're dead they'll carry that mainstream narrative right to the goddamn grave i don't think it matters what gets thrown Uh in their face I personally think that some things over this last year backfired on them. And I've, I've brung this up before that they, they didn't let me, let me take this actually back to nine 11 and the Patriot act first. And that, that is one of the things nine 11 that I could say that unified everybody. And they were able to fucking push the Patriot act through because everybody was, uh, terrified they used fear in that they were they were terrified of this fucking invisible enemy and the terrorists that were going to come over here and fuck america up because they did something on our soil killed three thousand people now we've got a jab that's killed three times that and well i mean well, a hell of a lot more a hell of a lot more we know one to ten percent i think it might be safe to say that they thought that we would just go along with shit like we did the Patriot Act and and with uh, implementing TSA at the airports that we were doing this all for our safety and everybody bought into that shit. Well, there was a lot of outcry and a lot of people like us over the last year that's been uh, outspoken about the shit that they're doing and connecting the dots and bringing all this stuff up. And I think that they thought this was going to be a lot smoother than it actually has been. And if it wasn't for people like us, they wouldn't have to implement the procedures that they're doing now like this, like going door to door and fucking scaring people in it or, or, you know, looking. I mean, this is obviously uh, just an intact one. You know, we we have rights under HIPAA uh, to constitutional rights um, with uh, illegal search and seizure. I mean, this is Fourth and Fifth Amendment shit written all over it right here. Um, but they're the government. They can do whatever the fuck they want to do. A question that I brought up to my cousin last night, we were talking, uh, talking about the shots and, and FDA approval. And I asked a question, I mean, why don't they just fucking approve it? Even though it's doing all this negative shit that's coming out, they're the government. They can do what the fuck they want to do. Why don't they just approve it and do that to brainwash or, you know, because there's some people, that they'll be like, oh, well, it's FDA approved now, so I guess it's safe, you know? But I, I don't understand that part of it, why they don't just fucking 
give it to FDA approval by writing up a bunch of bullshit, lying about it. Um, it seems there there are rules they have to follow. They don't make any goddamn yeah. sense, but it seems yeah, like right. there's simply rules they have to follow. But yeah, I mean, mine it all goes back to like the Patriot Act and and you know the last twenty years on. Well, I'd say from two thousand and one <clears throat> to like two thousand fifteen. Um, the way that they were able to, to skirt shit through there. Um, and then people started waking up. And like I said, over the last year, they've, they've really woke up. There's been a lot of people that's been outspoken about this. And I, th I think that's got something to do, to do with it on why they're having to do these drastic measures, like, you know, get into our, uh, our fucking personal messages and things like that. But another question that I would bring up is just the computing power that's needed to do something like that yeah. um and how are they doing it through ai or through people or where's this data being sent i've just got a ton of questions on that too um how it's taken in a lot more than they can deal with I don't. I don't think they are though, because uh, nope. you know, if if the if the scale of uh, you know, it, it basically if the scale of spying, um, and intel collection that uh, you know rates that have been talked about by people like Snowden and Assange, is right, and the the kind of technology that the NSA has to parse this kind of information, mm -hmm. the type of servers they have. Um, this would be a cakewalk. I mean, it, it wouldn't, this, this is small amounts of information. This is just SMS text messages. You know, this isn't your emails, your actual voice calls, your fucking everything. I mean, and as far as anybody knows, they already are recording and, you know, utilizing all this, uh, text message data and stuff anyways. So uh, I know you've talked about these farms from somebody that, you know, in the community, um, that I can't remember exactly how much storage but i remember it was fucking a crazy amount of years that you brought up to the guy that you know um but when he was telling me that a few months back it it kind of blew me away um then on just you know what is actually possible so i don't know they try to scare us with so much fake shit i just feel like they could just be lying like they don't have all this fucking power they like they want us to believe that they know everything about us but it might just be another layer of bullshit well and and on one on one end on one spectrum i do kind of agree with that that thought process because i mean you look at like for instance and we can get on a whole you know topic with this just whether it's psyops or it's false flags or if it's fucking whatever but i mean if you were to believe that uh you know with some of these things that the fbi investigates like some of these terrorists or or people that were going to shoot someplace up and it's like you know you would think if they collected all that kind of data or they were able to make profile mass profiles on everybody and know everybody's intentions then uh you know they would be able to stop somebody like that before it got on you know before they did it and it and it, that be able to, me, to find somebody who's actually going to commit the act rather than finding a retard and setting him up for it yeah you know hey kid you want to do a terror yeah. well <laughs> you, you guys heard about feel about kidnapping you heard about the shooting that they just thwarted not too long ago right thwarted, um, yeah. it was they 
there was, oh God, I can't remember how many guys it was, but apparently they were on the eighth floor of some hotel where something was going on. And um, they found like a thousand rounds of ammunition and, and like a 16 guns or some shit like that. And they, um, uh, one of the uh, hotel staff is the one that stumbled across yeah. and ended up calling it. But they said that it was like a, a mass shooting that that they fucking that was going to happen that they stopped it i was thinking a thousand rounds <clears throat> dude me and my buddies will have that when we go fucking just to target practice you know and, and we may have over a dozen guns in a vehicle with us i'm i was just thinking that's it's not a fucking mass shooting in my opinion or you know something with the potential of being a mass shooting how many times did they mention ar-15s that's always a clear sign that yeah i know <clears throat> Yeah, apparently the AR-15 can rip a fucking hole in time and and uh, the twelfth dimension and everything else. I mean, it, 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 like you know how weebs treat the fucking katana like it can cut a hole in fucking space time and transport yeah. you through fucking a hundred dimensions or something. Yeah, I mean, this will make your ancestors bleed. Yeah, I mean these people act like the 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 fucking you know ar-15 is a goddamn nuclear missile or something i mean it's like it's insane dude like and yeah i'm kind of with you there every time you hear ar-15 in the media you know it's bullshit at that point mm -hmm. like it's like there i mean because i mean in reality most of the gun crimes are committed statistically with fucking pistols anyways because yeah. people can conceal them um exactly like the AR-15 hasn't actually been responsible for very much uh, gun crime uh, comparatively to a pistol. And probably the most gun crime committed with a uh, high point nine millimeter that gets thrown in the trash can in the ghetto somewhere. So, I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's hard to ever tell what the fuck to think nowadays because uh, yeah. it's hard to take things at face value. You know, if yeah. it's, I mean, we live in a world that's, uh, you know, and I've said it time and time again, I've said it on the show a bunch. You know, we, we live in a world where um, the elite at the top have created a theater for everybody. I mean, this is a show. We live in a show. It's like the Truman mm -hmm. Show. It's like the television or the movie, the Truman Show. I mean, we live in a constructed world and they use media and all kinds of things and real life events. You know, I mean, there is a precedent in history for multiple false flag events. I mean, it's not like this is a, you know, some schizo conspiracy theory thing. Like uh, sitting in the fucking basement with a tinfoil on my computer and, and a tinfoil on, on the walls. Like it's a, uh, you know, there is a precedent for false flag attacks. You know, there's shit like the Gulf of Tonkin and uh, the one nobody ever likes to mention the USS Liberty, um, things mm -hmm. like that, you know, and it's like Jim Morrison's father was in the Gulf yeah. of Tonkin. <clears throat> but I mean, it's like, so, you know, when you look at a lot of these shootings <clears throat> and then you look at the weirdness surrounding them and you see, you know, characters come up and up and up again. So like you look at the Vegas shooting. Okay. There were some people that got interviewed at the Vegas shooting after it happened that, uh, showed up at the, uh, you know, Florida high school shooting as well. Mm -hmm. The exact same yeah. people. And the uh, Batman theater shooting, the only woman that was executed had just survived a theater shooting up in Canada like months before. 
weird hey, things I, like that. Can yeah. I say something real quick? Yeah, yeah, uh, man. Go two, ahead. Two, two things about, one, the Vegas and the Colorado shooting. I dated a girl, and, uh, you know, we dated for eight or nine years. She had a brother named Tom that was living in Colorado. And he was dating a girl, and I, I'm not a thousand percent on the details, but the gist of the story is this. They had bought tickets to that Batman showing on Fandango. Either he or his girlfriend at the time was in college and they had a test that they had to take. So they were going to be at that show, but for some reason, that test, you know, caused them to where they were just going to have to go to the later show. They had no idea about the shooting, showed up at the theater. And all the fucking cops were there and everything was shut down, but they were going to be in that theater and a stroke of luck um, fucking kept them out of it. Now go to the Vegas shooting. Uh, I know a girl named Brianna or Brianna from North Carolina. She won tickets off of uh, kiss 95.1. It was, it was like, I think it was either kiss or one of the country stations that was in Charlotte she won tickets to go out to that show and actually flew out to Vegas, her and a girl named Beth. And apparently they were partying or doing whatever. And they were too tired to actually go to the show. So instead of going, they just stayed in the hotel room while the show was going on and they fucking came out of it unscathed, obviously, but they were supposed to be at that show and whatever huh. turn of events happened. So that's two people that I know personally that would have been at each one of those. And, you know, it just, uh, they didn't make it for whatever reason, you know, lucky them. So it's shit like that makes me think about like, what could happen if I would leave my house right now, or if I left my house 10 seconds later, you know, am I going to miss a car that's fucking barreling through a red light or, right. you know, a tree falling in the middle of the fucking road that I would have just passed or, uh, you know, it's, it's all about the timing and, and is there a collective conscious in this universe, uh, and do things happen for reasons or is it just fucking coincidence or what, you know? So, but I just kind of want to bring those two up, but you can go ahead and finish your thought there. If I synchronicity, <laughs> yeah, synchronicity, yeah, synchronicity, man, look it up. Well, it happens a lot. Like we've all talked about, um, you know, obviously we all listen to podcasts a lot. There's, there's fucking been a million times that I could say that I'm typing a word as I'm listening to a podcast, I'm typing something in a text and they'll say that word, the exact moment that I'm typing it, you know, dude, and dude, uh, hammer hammer. And I go like, like we literally have that problem mm -hmm. on a weekly fucking basis. Like, yeah. It's, it's insane. Constant. If it's just, we're reading the, you know the collective mind skimming off the surface and they are too whatever it's the, it's the holographic on. universe bro we're tapped into the matrix i yeah, look at so... you you neo looking motherfucker <laughs> 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 well me and me and my neighbor um we there was a yeah there's like a the tube about a yeah. mile and a half long straight stretch coming into our town and um there's a mountain on one side and then where it's a four-wheeler and side-by-side side trail on the left side if if you're leaving out of town and um 
I, we were going somewhere and I stopped at the post office for whatever fucking reason. I didn't really need to stop. He didn't ask me to stop, but I was like, fuck it. I'll just pull in here and grab the mail real quick. There was nothing coming down that straight stretch when I pulled in. It was, you know, 40 seconds maybe that I'm in and out, back in the car, and I'm, I'm gone. Well, as we're leaving, there's a SUV that's flipped over, and it's on, you know, uh, in the ditch where the side-by-side trail is. And where it flipped over, it came over, uh, would have been on my side of the road, hit the bank there, and then flipped and went back across the road and into that ditch and i told him i said if we wouldn't have stopped at the post office i guarantee you the way that this was timed out that that car would have fucking hit us head on you know it it may not have but you know there was just something that fucking told me to pull into the post office for whatever reason then and uh i did so gut feelings and shit like that man i really i think that there's something to it uh yeah i I think uh i I think I think intuition is, is, is actually a real thing. Um, I, I mean, yeah. you know, it, it like, like a sigh, like a sigh kind of thing, you know, like a psychic thing. Um, I trust my gut, man. It's right on a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know there's a lot of people who, uh, you know, want to talk about hard science and stuff like that. And the reality of, uh, psychic phenomenon, not being a, a real thing, but I don't know, man, I, I, there's some weird shit and uh i feel like i've used mine in practice enough times that i believe it's a thing now i think shit like remote viewing and stuff's bullshit but i think uh i you know i think i think stuff like uh intuition or the gut feeling is uh is Mm. a psychic phenomena of of sorts so well is it psychic or is it something that we're born with that that we're just not in tune with anymore um because of environmental factors around this technology or whatever you want to say or um, even going back to putting fluoride in the water and calcifying your pineal gland and you know i mean there's just a number of directions you could take it but is it something that we have that for whatever reason we're not tapped into anymore you know i mean it, it, uh, it could be lizard brain fucking you know primitive survival instinctual type of shit too but i mean you know who know, who knows how long we they've been poisoning us away from like our optimal form how we are supposed to be i think humans right now are so fucking limited um we're so far away from our potential it's there's probably intention behind that and it's taken a long time like we were talking about like thousand year plans generation these guys think way in advance they've been chipping away at us for so fucking mm-hmm. long we're just these little lost ridiculous naked monkey people now like lovecraft wrote about well and like mm-hmm. instinctual weirdness too i mean uh there's been a thing in my family for a long time like specifically on my mom's side and my mom gets it and her mom got it and some of her you know one of her sisters or so has it but it's like um it's a really weird thing where uh you know they'll start getting real shaky and get real weird bad feelings and then you know you'll get a call on the phone and it's like a family member died and that you know no no way you could know it uh no idea of knowing that you know or they didn't have any prior illness they weren't in the hospital it's just like Mm -hmm just something that was consistent that happened. That's like, I, I, that's why I said, I mean, you know, these, these weird senses, whether it's, you know, psychic or it's coming from beyond somewhere, if it's something fucking crazy, but it's like, 
they're real and there's a lot of accounts of it all over you know i mean there's there's tons of people you know who talk about this stuff it's not like it's uh well once again you know I, I say schizo a lot but it's like there's a ton of people who just think you're nuts if if you say shit like this but it's like there's too many people out there uh who experience these extremely strange phenomena that is unexplainable by science and even though scientists are arrogant enough to think that they know fucking everything um if they haven't discovered it or they can't tell but i mean you know it goes back to some of the other conversations we've had um i don't i don't remember if it was on the show if it was one of our you know, <laughs> late night discords but yeah yeah we were talking about that one night um <clears throat> there was a guy who you know did a pretty extensive testing on uh weighing people at the point of death and them losing yeah. you know and it wasn't it wasn't bowel release it was, it was just like six six ounces or eight ounces but it was consistent in all the yeah people. yeah, yeah. It it's like you 23 know 23 grams i think they mean it's like you're yeah so there's like a an energy or like a, a soul or something that's mm -hmm. released upon death that is measurable uh with with science yeah. so i mean you know it it's crazy when people uh discount some of the woo woo i mean some of the woo woo is fucking you know just that it's a it's just you know wacky yeah. nonsense but um you know there's there, there's, truth there. there's a lot of truth there and a lot of it so the near-death stories still um fascinate me and that's you know uh eric eric's in the chat i know we're gonna have him on uh sometime soon which i guess we should talk about scheduling that because uh he's he's down for pretty much whenever but to get his uh his version of what happened to him when he died you know but um yeah man maybe yeah, I mean, there's just, there are sunday shows around yeah. that sort of thing <clears throat> but i mean yeah that that shit fascinates me like all these near death or, or the when people leave their body and they're able to talk about like uh, the bald spot on the doctor's head or the surgeon's head that was fucking operating on him and shit like that how they're able just to um, I, I, I don't call that remote viewing, but, you know, outer body experiences or, you know, I definitely think that that shit could happen. Um, and it makes me think like, uh, what type of energy we actually are, um, and what's going to happen when we die, you know? Well, uh, I seriously, man, we need to, uh, I don't know if Eric's in the discord or, or not. Um, no, I, but I he's in the say. chat right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's try to get Eric in the Discord. Um, we really need to talk about scheduling him to be on the show. As uh, mm -hmm. we we need to interview him because, um, I mean, the guy just has an interesting story, and uh, it's right along. Yeah, the no, he, with all the shit we're talking. So yeah, like he's saying, he was dead. It wasn't a near death experience for him. That's I wasn't saying yours was a near death experience, Eric. I was just saying in general. But yeah, Eric, Eric actually was dead. Um, and. I think for quite a quite a little bit of time there you know um so i'm I'm glad that he's back i've known eric for for many years now and uh that's just crazy that the, the human body can go through some of the trauma and shit that it goes through and uh come out you know but yeah eric go ahead and get with dusty um after the show and uh Let's let's try to get you scheduled. We, we want to get you on the show for an interview. 
because uh <laughs> like he's not man it's yeah like you're you're uh waiting on him to respond like you were talking yeah. to me but shit <laughs> yeah yeah right, i'm looking yeah. forward to that show too no i yeah i am too i am too really i'm still i'm kind of dealing with something over on my end i'm still here i'm just gonna be muted no you're all good you got any more articles or uh yeah, yeah actually um well no why don't you go ahead well, I was going to say, while you're fucking around with whatever you're doing, um, I'm, I'll just go ahead and spin one real quick. Um, it's another one about our fearless leader. Uh, oh. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> Joe Biden says Trump supporters are the are worse than slave-owning Confederates in divisive Pennsylvania speech. Uh, so Joe Biden on Tuesday traveled to Philadelphia. Uh, traveled to Philadelphia. Um, in a panic after the uh, PA senator Doug uh, Mastriano was that that I guess that how you how you'd say it uh, Doug Ma- Doug Mastriano Mastriano I don't know it's some Italian shit uh, initi- initiated a full forensic audit in several con- uh, counties uh, Trump won Pennsylvania in a massive landslide on election day but the crooked Democrat elections officials stopped counting votes. And refused to declare Trump the winner. The Democrat officials in Pittsburgh and Philadelphia counted more than 1.5 million ballots in secret, handing Biden a win two weeks after the election. Biden is terrified over the idea of the forensic audit, so he delivered the most dishonest and divisive speech yet on Tuesday. Joe Biden lashed out at Republican-led legislator for passing uh, voter integrity laws and painted his uh, opponents as terrorists. The Biden, uh, then Biden implied that Trump supporters are worse than slave-owning uh, Confederates, which um, most slave owners uh, were uh, Democrats. So there you go. Um, we, we are facing the most significant test of our democracy since Civil War. Uh, that's not hyperbole. The Confederates back then never breached the Capitol as insurrectionists did, Biden said. So, I mean, they're still, dude, they're still running with this fucking narrative with the Capitol building. Uh, yeah. That, 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 that's like, it's worse than the fucking Holocaust at this point. Uh, I mean, it, it's, <laughs> everybody everybody is a, is a fucking terrorist. Everybody is worse than, you know, the worst, um, you know, the Capitol, I, how can you even call it a riot or an insurrection? They're, there was a couple bad apples that went in the bad places, but the police let yeah. them in the fucking building. It was the uh, worst attack on on America since whatever the fuck they're comparing it to since fuck, Pearl I've, Harbor. I've heard Pearl. I've heard Pearl Harbor. I've heard nine eleven. They might as well. Yeah. They might as well hit the big one and uh, and 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 piss off our dual citizens uh, and just say it was worse than the fucking Holocaust now. So. Yeah. I I mean it's it it still blows my mind, man. Um, it was a fucking non-event. It really and, was a non-event. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think that they're honestly, I really think they're pushing it so hard, um, because they were going to vote certain ways that day, you know, and and a lot of these people uh, or a lot of the the fucking politicians even came back in and said, well, after today's events, there's no way that, that, you know, I could vote this way on. And, um, it just goes to show that there was fuckery going on. I mean, and 
in what fucking world do you have a murder scene, a crime scene in general, to where they're going to open the goddamn place back up four hours after it fucking happened? You know, I well, not even investigate I, it. I mean, it, that's what I'm saying. It won't even yeah. re- wouldn't even release the police officer's name that had shot her. Uh, I mean, nothing, dude. Uh, it's just that's fucking absurd. Yeah. Um, I I do have one more article, and it's kind of mm-hmm. on a funnier note. Um, Ooh. Funnier. I mean, it sucks for the guy, but uh, <laughs> it, 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 but but it, it is kind of entertaining. I will say. Um, give me just a sec. Get a drink for him. <clears throat> I wonder I'm what fucking, part of I'm Florida fucking, he's from. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking losing my voice here. Is that just long hair or is that a mullet? I hope it's a mullet. I really do. Because it would make it, it would, makes us all it that would much make, better. Yeah. I've been seeing the mullet come back here lately. It, um, it's still big Jesus. in it's still big yeah. in Australia, dude. The bogan mullet. Um really? It, yeah, yeah. One thing there, that I would like this yeah, I keep going. Oh, I was gonna say there's kind of like a a you know, I'm sure there'll be a some Australian uh listener or something that'll correct me at some point but as far as i know there's a uh you know kind of a punk style punkish kind of uh subculture in in australia called bogans and uh they're oh. really they're really big into the uh the mullet and to the point where they actually have uh frequently uh mullet competitions like a mullet nice. show to see who has the best mullet uh pretty insane. we uh we actually do have a uh, subscriber that is from Australia. Eric actually knows her, um, Debs. Um, so give her a little shout out. So um, I know I'm friends with her on Facebook. Uh, if she's, uh, don't know if she's a regular listener or not, but I know she's subscribed to us. So maybe she could chime in if she does listen to this episode. <laughs> but I was going to say that one thing that I would love to see come back is the, um, uh, like the the Native American print shirts with the bolo tie, yeah, dude. That that right there is a style. That, or the yeah. fucking or the wolf shirts, you know. Yes, yes. The spirit wolf shirts. Anyways, a uh, former high school student charged for putting Hitler quote in yearbook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just he went full fourteen eighty eight on him. He had to do it to him. Um, a former Connecticut high school student is accused of changing entries in his school's yearbook to include a quote from Nazi dictator Adolf Hitler, police, police said. Uh, Hollister Tryon, uh, who was barred from attending graduation at Glastonbury High School for allegedly altering the school's 2021 yearbook, was charged Friday with two counts of third-degree computer crimes for accessing a database used by students after two class uh, classmates' entries, um, the Hartford uh, Current reported. It is a quite special secret <laughs> pleasure how the people around us fail to realize what's really happening to them. Uh, read, read one entry allegedly submitted by Tyron. Uh, including attributing Hitler's quote to George Floyd, a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> That's too funny. This guy's this guy definitely. Uh, this guy definitely 
hung out on poll on 4chan. Um, Trian18 also reportedly inserted a quote in a second student's yearbook entry referencing drugs and Boston bomber uh, Joe's car uh, Saranev, who was convicted in the April 2013 attack uh, that killed three people and wounded more than 260 others. The reworked entries were uncovered in May as the distribution of the yearbooks began. School administrations later recalled the uh, mementos to remove the uh, offending material and contacted the cops. So, uh, we got a bit of a fucking memester there. Um. (laughs) Oh, shit, dude. (laughs) Dude. People take shit way too fucking serious now, and that's that's a problem. Well, you, know? it, you go down to read a little bit more. I mean, I wasn't going to get too airy with it, but he's facing 20 years in prison. Wow. 20 years. Wow. So, Over a fucking joke. You know? It's fucking insane. Uh, but the big, I mean, the big thing is it. I guess, in a way, it's, it's not so much the quotes and stuff as it is... Yes, uh, the- is that he, you know, hacked basically, yeah, hacked his way in, illegally accessed a fucking private database, you know. Um, so it was a cyber crime, I guess you could really consider, but yeah. Um, still, I mean, come on, dude. It, it <laughs> twenty years. Uh, I mean, I can see, I can see him definitely getting in trouble because obviously he did cause the school a whole lot of fucking money. Um, you know, because they had to basically pull the books and reprint them and all that kind of shit. I mean, that that is kind of shitty in a sense, like uh, it costs the school money. But uh, and essentially that transfers down to taxpayers too. With you know, people who pay for the public schools with taxes. Um, school's the one that it stifles free speech, so I put them at fault. Yeah, well, I like I said, I you you, you got to look at it from different sides, but uh, I I do think uh. 20 fucking years that's that's insane um i would hate to see what the price of a a high school yearbook is now i know you know i'm class of 01 and uh our high school yearbooks were god over 100 bucks then you know so i bet they're close to 200 dollars now depending on the size of your school yeah i was gonna say i think mine was like 150 fucking dollars whenever i was getting out of school so I just fucking wait until the next year when they're selling the leftovers uh, right before lunch and shit and get one for 20 bucks. I mean, you obviously <laughs> can't do that your senior year, but you know. Yeah. Which another thing too, they, they put all those fucking ads and shit in the back of them. I remember there were so many fucking ads, like my high school yearbook was almost like a, a yellow pages, you know, have your, your local fucking, uh, car detail shop and shit buy a fucking full page ad in the high school's yearbook placement from a local diner with all the local businesses pay to get advertisement yeah yeah well uh hammer man you you got those uh you got those articles ready or you still need some time man no i'm I'm good i just needed to uh, i got i got mouth pain going on right now and i'm not sure what's causing it um, probably teeth yeah 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 but like i was thinking it. more i was thinking more it was a little uh, 
but you know. Yeah. Nineteen eighty, your buddy, eighty-nine oh. graduate, thirty-five dollars for his yearbook. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, man, I, we... I was looking around. I was trying to look into all the the world leaders that have died over the past year, who have uh, opposed uh covid regulations in their country right yep there's been three or four of them haiti could have been the most recent but so reuters wrote an article that they then then deleted um 10 days ago i guess uh fact check for these four leaders uh, fact checked fact check these four leaders were not killed for opposing covid19 vaccination um and they, they tried to scrub this from the internet but i got it from the uh, the wayback machine refiling to correct spelling of john magafuli oh and then they just got rid of it all together huh. social media users suggested four african leaders who died in recent months were killed for opposing covid19 vaccinations for their citizens although some of them were coronavirus skeptic one died of cancer Two were suspected of having died of COVID-19, and the fourth death was directly attributed uh, to the respiratory disease. Wait, so three of them died of COVID, and one of them just, they didn't diagnose with, but he could have had just as easily. Anyway. Uh, the, the posts show the faces of four leaders who died in office, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, this just sent me down the rabbit hole because I was trying to look into what this Haiti or what happened with this Haiti guy. It seems around the time of his death is when they started um, bringing the vaccination into Haiti. There was plans to get it in before, but something was holding it up. And I mean, I only have mainstream sources for this. So they just give the bare minimum details as far as what, how he was treating the vaccination rollout in this country which seems it seems like he was ignoring it completely and conveniently he gets killed by a group of assassins with american ties here i'll bring the, i'll bring this one up suspected mastermind of haiti presidential assassination arrested the plot thickens by the day as a haitian-born doctor who lived in florida for more than two decades was arrested sunday with suspicions of being the ringleader in the assassination of haiti's president jovenel moise last wednesday Haiti's police chief said Sunday, according to Miami Herald. On Sunday, National Police Chief Leon Charles announced Christian Emmanuel Sanson, 63, was arrested for allegedly recruiting the mercenaries as their mission would be to protect him. Sanson landed in Haiti on a private jet in early June with political objectives, Charles said. The team Sanon hired was recruited through South Florida firm CTU Security. He arrived by private plane in June with political objectives and contacted a private security firm to recruit the people who committed the act, the police chief told reporters. 
noting that the firm was a U.S.-based security company. But the team's mission quick, quickly changed when they were given new orders to arrest Moise, or however the hell you pronounce that. The initial mission that was given to these assailants was to protect the individual named Emmanuel Sanson, but afterward the mission changed and apparently it turned into assassinating a president. He's <laughs> like, That's oh, yeah, yeah, well, this, this ties into like feds posing as bodyguards. Yeah. Did we ever talk about the revolver article? Um, they've had some hard hitting, hard hitting stories recently, like the Oath Keepers guy being a fed and the old practice of posing as yeah. bodyguards. To yeah, yeah, we hit on that. I don't remember if it was on here or not, though, but yeah, we've discussed it. Stanson is now the third Haitian-born suspect with ties to the U.S. Um, readers may recall last week, within 24 hours of the president's slaying, James Stolosius, 35, and Joseph, Joseph G. Vincent, 55, Haitian-Americans from South Florida, were arrested. Also, 18 Colombians were arrested. Five remained at large and three killed. Uh, this clearly glows. Yeah, I don't understand why Colombians are even fucking involved here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I yeah, I guess, man. <laughs> yeah. it, this uh, this whole situation just super glows something gnarly happened to this dude and he was rejecting what's it the the imf who was pushing the really harsh covid regulations was yeah. that where it was coming from we get well, another like, country that go ahead man i was gonna say it's like that that nigerian guy too that nigerian yeah. president who, who rejected it all and then just to be a cheeky bastard uh sent like a peach or some shit to no, pop, pop, pop pop a pop pop yeah, and a goat and goat yeah. saliva yeah. or whatever to be tested. Somebody, somebody did it with a uh, coke can too, I believe. And they te- they all they all fucking magically test positive. Imagine that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Now either everything in the happened. world is uh, either everything in the world is covered in COVID or it's a uh, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, boys, uh, fuck, man. Just about two and a half hours. Um, yeah. You want to think about wrapping it up? Oh, I got one more. It's because we've made this joke a lot. Um, hey, guys, how do you feel about kidnapping? <laughs> Let me bring this article up. Shocking new court document shows FBI used at least 12 informants to entrap men in Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot. Defense lawyers yesterday filed a brief detail detailing the FBI's extensive role in Michigan militias, Michigan uh, in a Michigan militias plot to supposedly kidnap Gretchen Whitmer, who in the rumor mill has been dead for a very long time and hasn't really been seen outside of like recorded appearances. Document obtained by National Justice severely undermines the narrative prosecutors and FBI agents have constructed against the six defendants in USA v. Fox et al., who are accused of multiple serious crimes related to organized terrorism. 
These were just a bunch of commie soy boys, weren't they? That's a that's the read I got off of them when they started showing up on TV. Yeah, there's a bunch of guys that had no fucking intention of doing any type of shit like this until the FBI came yeah. in and fucking persuaded them to do it. You know, I just I'm so tired of this bullshit that they're fucking stopping all these terrorist plots and shit like that when they're the ones that conjure them up in their fucking head to begin with. Yeah. Oh, fulfill the six week cycle nonsense. Yeah. Just they gotta they, they gotta get their funding. <laughs> yeah. Hey kid. <laughs> How do you feel about kidnapping? According to the brief, prosecutors have already identified at least twelve paid informants who were involved in driving the kidnapping plot forward by their confidential human source. Confidential human source numbers. Well, that was whatever this all boils down to a chain of command bending rules and bending rules yep. and finding loopholes that's all this shit is these informants worked in conjunction with undercover fbi agents revealing that the small wolverine watchman militia had over a dozen government infiltrators pressuring them into engaging in violent criminal activity you got a group of six guys and then like twice your number shows up and starts trying you talking just starts to try to talk you into doing some stupid shit never be in a group yeah yeah kids <laughs> never i don't give a fuck what it is three percenters it glows uh you know real quick i'll hit this one too jewish fbi agent infiltrates bible study group and tries to entrap its members it's the headline on that one alone. We can just end on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, it's it's just one of those deals. Like, you know, guys, don't don't join any kind of fucking group. You know, don't don't put yourself in anything like that. I mean, you know, it's like all these people, like the Spencer groups. The not that any of our listeners or any of us would ever condone it, but joining any kind of white supremacist fucking group or anything like that, you know, don't join militias. Don't don't join none of this shit. I mean, seriously, ever since the fucking you know Koresh shit, the Koresh mm -hmm. days, um, there's actually been you know, uh, basically, um, shit on the books where. You know, they've done all kinds of ops, like just basically gay fucking ops that uh, ha have basically targeted any, have targeted specifically um, right wing people, um, Minuteman style people who believe in, you know, uh, you know, Second Amendment stuff, you know, uh, the you know, having a, a well-armed militia, you know, any of those kind of ideologies uh, have been under attack forever. And I mean, it, it really it really kicked off with, uh, you know, David Koresh, and it really moved on to, you know, Timothy McVeigh, and, yeah. you know, then uh, obviously Kaczynski, um, all that kind of shit. I mean, it's it's been a... It's just they've used people for excuse, 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 excuse to basically push a narrative that anybody with right-wing ideology, anybody who's pro-2A are obviously a terrorist. Um, so if anybody Anybody's comes up to you, commie. yeah, if anybody comes up to you and 
tries to get you to join some sort of fucking group uh you know oh come join the three percenters or oh come join the you know big dick fucking chad militia uh just don't do it dude it's it's 110 percent a fed group and uh you're just gonna do nothing but get yourself in fucking trouble that's the that's the truth of it damn it don't do it uh, with up. that with that being said um we're gonna go ahead and uh get out and get the fuck on out of here um i'm glad everybody came and uh listened to us bullshit for two and a half hours um i I know (laughs) we love you to death for it Uh, i I still can't believe that anybody would want to listen to us for you know two and a half hours talk about nonsense but uh guys are great you guys are great uh with that being said i'm gnome i'm hammer i'm dusty Peace out, and keep your buttholes tight. Go with God, don't take any wooden nickels. Yeah. Fuck off.